Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Doily on your head? Oh. You look so cool right now. What are you talking about, man? It's just back to business. Dude, it's 65 degrees in the studio. It's so cold in here. It's so cold in here. It's 90 in here. Just regular old St. Louis rave. Yeah, no big deal. Back back to biz, no pomp, no circumstance. (laughs) Your chest is so slick and so tan. I can't get over it. That is sweet. Yeah. Nine days in the Bahamas. That'll... Is It'll that, change a man. That'll change a man. What what is on your necklace? What's that pendant? Is that a skull of well, a bull that's skull? A pentagram. That's a bull skull. I'm I got saying. that at the Masons Lodge. And <laughs> I joined the Masons while I was in the Bahamas. Cool. A lot happened. Well, listen. but hey, I'm I'm ready. I'm back oh, back to got, biz. This guy's got upside on pineapples. No, <laughs> what's going on are there? Are you swinging? Is that like a message to our audience that like you guys are no taking in the third? He was swinging. Swinging? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wink. Let me say this. Looking for one more. Rafe Williams, aka Jeremy Allen White, heated up St. Louis this weekend with a photo shoot <laughs> that oh was uh, Calvin Klein. Who is all St. Louis said when they saw this mm-hmm. man? Jeremy Allen White's the guy from The Bear. Yes. And he was in, what was that first show? He was in Shameless. Shameless, Shameless. yeah. He was one of the brothers in Shameless. He was great in that. And I, people do say that you guys kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. I get it a lot. And uh, <laughs> now that you're, you've grown your hair a little bit, I could see it. I mean, yeah. look at this man. Yeah. I could totally see it. You stopped a lot? I don't get stopped a lot, but I did have a lady at the airport. It was funny because we were waiting on our luggage and a lady came up to me and said it. 
Are you Jeremy Allen White? And she goes, has anyone ever told you? And then Tina showed her all the pictures I put on my Instagram. <laughs> she <laughs> goes, that's funny you said that. that. Look, he made this yesterday. I get that a lot. Yeah. Oh, so you did a uh, a, a, a shoot? Oh, my God, Riz. It's, it's, I didn't uh, see I this. shared it on our socials this weekend because oh. it popped up in my feed, and I go, we, everybody needs to see this. And so let yeah. me just pull I want to see a picture. Yeah. I did a shot-for-shot shot reshoot of his GQ underwear spread. Yeah, because that guy's like, what, he's the new Calvin Klein guy? Oh, yeah. Yep. And he did a hot, sexy, black and white photo shoot? Yeah. Oh. You're probably going to be happy this didn't come up in your timeline. I'm going to yeah, be honest. Yeah, sure. Just go ahead and uh, click I was, through all uh, these photos. It was a tournament hockey all weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. Just go photo by photo. Uh, Liv goes, uh, <laughs> Rafe, why are you posting two photos, the same photo, back to back? That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, the one where you're leaning forward. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see this? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's who's who? I don't, I know. don't know. I can't tell the difference. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, hilarious! And somebody goes, "Oh, Rafe's already paying up for the NFL Pick'em Challenge yeah. loss." So thank you. The great value, Jeremy Allen. White. Yeah, this somebody is the wrote. wish. Yeah, <laughs> the wish dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Jeremy knows. Allen White. Oh, this is what I paid for. Okay, that's okay. okay. I guess this will do. It's fine. Free shipping. Um, <laughs> so you were in the Bahamas for nine days. Yeah, look, I threw that threw him off. I yeah, know. Did. a little. I uh, like that. <laughs> turned on just a little bit. Yeah, honestly. Thanks. Um, okay, so you're in the Bahamas for nine days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everybody wants to know about the beginning of your trip because we were trying to follow along. What uh, do you mean? Because Tina, oh. I guess Tina was was posting like crazy. So you're in the Bahamas for nine oh yeah, days. yeah. The day you guys left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what we know. Didn't we started off with a little snafu? But go ahead, tell me what here's you what know. know. Well, I'm going to ask you, ask you, ask you a series of questions. Okay. And answer as truthful as you can. Okay. What time was your flight the day you guys left for the Bahamas? Five twenty-five, I think. Oh, let's say somewhere between five fifteen and five thirty. I don't okay, remember. Okay. Let's exactly. say let's say five thirty. <clears throat> okay. Five thirty. Five thirty. Uh, boarding. Usually half hour to forty five minutes before you, mm-hmm. yeah, before uh-huh. you're supposed to depart. So okay. you should be at the airport. The, I mean, you should be at the gate, at the gate, the latest five a.m. The latest. Now you're flying international. Correct. So they tell you to show up at least what two hours before your flight, mm-hmm. at least. Especially for international. International. Uh huh. Now, if you're flying, you know, regular, if I'm flying from St. Louis to New York, an hour's fine. Sure. You hope. I hope. Mm-hmm. Even that's even that's cutting it mm-hmm. very close because mm-hmm. you never know. I'm more of a, we need to get there an hour and a half regardless of where we're flying to. International, definitely two hours. Yeah. Definitely. What time did Rafe and Tina arrive at Lambert International Airport? Right around 4 I would say a little before four. Okay, so a li- hmm. probably let's just say three forty-five. Okay, give or take five minutes. Three forty-five. That's so that's okay. plenty of time. Yeah, three forty-five for yeah. a five thirty flight. That's mm-hmm. great. I stayed up all night. I think oh I God. think that's okay. I slept after work for like four hours, and then I stayed up and packed and wrapped up some projects I was working on. And I'm like, I'm just gonna stay up and sleep on the plane because. 
I don't like getting up. I was like, I'll have to get up at 2.30 in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I would rather just stay up and be ready to rock and roll. So that's what I you guys were leaving on a Thursday. So the Thursday of the first week of January, which I would not think would be busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, first it's week like a back, day. and it isn't. Yeah. First week, so would you fly the 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 second? What this right? The second was Tuesday, uh, mm-hmm. third, fourth. So so January fourth, you flew. Yeah, the fourth. I would think everybody's back from where they like had a, to be for the holidays, Wednesday. right? Or that uh, that Monday or Tuesday. Sure, especially we at that came time. back to work Tuesday. Maybe that's when TSA takes Christmas vacation. <laughs> After all <laughs> yeah. that hard work, good yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. It is Very a good, good point. Actually, for them to rest. Yeah. They worked their asses off. Yeah. All right, take a break. break. Yeah. Nobody's flying. Nobody's flying. Yeah, guys, you know. Honey, I've been elbow deep in body cavities the whole holiday season. Mm. Let's go to (laughs) Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay, so you get to the airport, Mm -hmm. 345. How many pieces of luggage? Oh. Uh, Two carry-ons, two backpacks, and one checked bag. Okay. I'm not a checked bag person. It's always a pain in the butt. She likes to check a bag. All right, so Tina's going to go check there. a bag. Mm-hmm. So you guys walk into the airport at the same time. We do, and I offer. I would like to preface this by saying, I was like, let's just, I'll drive. We'll park in the garage. If something happens with the check bag or we get any issues, we can always throw it in the car. Park Won't in the garage. Don't have to worry about it. You got a cool G for parking? Nine yeah, days man. in the garage? <laughs> Tell you what, that was you the know, plan. You know, if you go into that C lot... It's 20 bucks a day if you go to the southwest lot that's, like, right off the airport. Oh, I thought you were talking about at the airport. Yeah, yeah, but it's right there. You can walk. You can, like, walk to the... Dang. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, if you go to that C lot, which is Cy- the old Cypress lot, like the one where you got to yeah, take... Yeah, yeah, The Super Park? Uh, it's it's one of the airport lots. Yeah, yeah, on the north side of it. Okay, I thought you meant, like, at, you know, at the airport, because I do right. that a lot of times, too, and it's, like, 70 bucks for the weekend. If you're coming east on 70, it's the first lot. On the right side before you get off of the airport exit. Okay. And that's ten bucks. Oh that's really? ten bucks a day. Oh wow, that's great. Okay, never mind. Which which right. for us it's it's cheaper to park in the lot than actually take an Uber. Mm-hmm. Dang. Both okay. ways. But you took a Agreed. Car. I mean an Uber both ways is seventy to eighty bucks. Right. So you got the parking. So you're looking at you're you're gonna it's two hundred bucks either way. No, they wound up taking a car. No, we took an Uber. Oh. She's like, let's just Uber. I don't want to pay for parking. She made the argument you just made. She's like, what's just more money for us to spend? I said, all right, you sure? That doesn't math up. What? The parking would be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. And if I park, I park like at the $20 a day lot so I can walk to it and I don't have to take a shuttle. Okay, well. But that's still 20 bucks a day times 10. That's $200. That's approximately the same. More money for drugs, am I right? Hey. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. More money for oh man. Party favors. No problem. I hate to fast forward, but think about that. Think if you had landed in this negative six and had to walk oh, to the yeah. lot. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So that glad. That part, rad. Now, I want to preface this with, I normally take care, I'm airport dad like you are. I take care of all of our travel plans. This is something she wanted to do. Uh, she's like, I paid for both of our parts of this beach house that we rented with 10 other people, eight other people. And she's like, I'll buy the plane tickets. That'll be my contribution. So she bought the tickets. She put in our information. She booked the flights. So all the flight information went to her email. I am not getting emails from American Airlines. (laughs) Tina's getting emails from American Airlines. When I looked at the email from American Airlines, there was in all caps, this is an international flight. We recommend you arrive three hours early 
if you intend to check a bag. Three hours, that's a lot. That's, yeah. I would, I would go. But I guess if they're having <laughs> delays lot. or something, maybe. I, would, I agree. I would, I would laugh that one off as well. Okay. Even I would say two hours well, is good. Yeah. She did. <laughs> I'd like to say she laughed it off, but she honestly, she's just like, I didn't read it. <laughs> Dealy. I go, did you get an email from them? She's like, I don't know, probably. I was like, okay. So you we, know when it, when you have you know when you got a trip on the horizon and yeah, they get an yeah. e- you know you get an email from the airline. Sometimes yeah. they change the flights. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do, times. Do you use the app? I have the app. Does she, Did she have use the app? The app? Uh, she has the app. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then it, then it gave you a notification too. Like it could probably sent whatever email is on her app. You know, if it sent her an email, sure. it sent her a notification mm-hmm. too. Yeah, there were probably there were probably multiple yeah uh, ways of ways of finding out yeah them trying to get in touch with her. But okay, so you get to the airport, you got your bags. Get to the airport. So if it was a five thirty flight, let's just I think it was like five twenty was the flight. It was like a weird time somewhere in between. So we're there and it's like ten to four. You have to check a bag one hour before your flight departure time, or they won't check it. Yeah. Also in the email, I don't know any of this. Mm. Our standard operating procedure when we go to the airport, I have TSA pre-check. She refuses to get it. I'm, I go through line. I go to Starbucks. I meet her on the other side with two coffees. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't have the hassle. Shoes on, computer and backpack, living my best life. It's yep. closest thing yeah, to being I, hey, wealthy. I'll, while you go through the regular line with, Dude, the, with best, the common folk, yes, yeah. I will be at Starbucks, get you away, whatever, and... Yeah. Once you come out of security, there's Rafe. What a gentleman, by nice. the way. That's a move. Having the co- having the beverages. Thank you. Like, that is appreciated. Yeah, I didn't make it into the stories on her Instagram, that part. But I was waiting with two. Uh, we were, I was in the mood, too. I got some, I got some like, uh, cold brew, cinnamon. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, hey, we're going to the islands, baby. Cinnamon Dolce? We're going to the Bahamas. Let's I think go. it was Love cinnamon it. Dolce, and then I got her vanilla, because she likes vanilla. But... I'm waiting. I'm, I go through the gate. I don't hear anything from her. This is a standard procedure. She goes and checks the bag. and uh, But we get there, and the line's kind of long. And I was like, man, that's a long line to check a bag. I was like, you want to go outside and try to check it with the dude out front? Yeah, curbside. Curbside? She goes, no, I like going through here. And I said, all right. She goes, that way, if it's if it's heavy, I can take stuff out, put it in my bag. I said, all right, whatever. Meet you on the other side. Well, I go through. I'm through in like five minutes. Now it's like 10 to 5. Probably, you know. Yeah, now. Or, or what, what did I say? It was like a quarter to four. So now it's probably like four, excuse me, it's like 4.15. Haven't heard from her. It's 4.20. Haven't heard from her. 4.30. Oh. I'm like, I already, I'm done with my coffee. Text her. She's going to text me back. It's like 4.40. Now we're getting close to boarding. I go, time. hey, where are you? Are you through security yet? And she goes, there's a problem. Mm. And I said, what's the problem? 4.45. I get a text back. Now they're boarding group one. She's like, they're not going to let me on the flight. And I said, why? What's going on? Did you forget your passport? And she's like, wouldn't take the check bag. I waited in line. And a guy named Richard's being a real Richard. Uh, mm. He is being a dick. Now, they wouldn't take the bag because it was too late at that point? It was more than an hour before takeoff. So now they won't take her. Oh, less than an hour, yeah. Less than an hour because she stood in line, which I that part did I, aggravated me because American. She was right about this. They did not do anything to try to rectify the situation. Like, they were being jerks, kind of. Did she yell, like, hey, I, my flight is soon. Can I Can I? Yeah. get ahead of people? Whatever. Yeah. Can you take this? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm at the... Because you probably got people in that line that have, like, an 8 o'clock flight that yeah. get there 
very, very, very early. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen plenty of panicked faces and bodies scoot right past me and say, I'm sorry, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. And you know what? Hey, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. And you just go, yeah, go okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so then we go, so I'm like, all right, why don't you just come through and I'll sweet talk the lady at the, at the counter. Maybe gate check it. And we'll gate check it. And she's like, uh, I don't think Richard's going to allow that. I kind of got into an argument with him. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm, like, I'm kind of in handcuffs right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I go, are you like in TSA and zip ties? Like, what's going on? And I was like, all right. I'm detained. I go, well, what do we do? Like, should I just, I'm like, the, the plane's boarding. I'm like, see if they'll. See if they'll just keep. I go. Let's ditch the check. See if they'll keep it in their baggage claim, and we'll pick it up when we come back through. Who cares? Oh, like leave the bag. Just leave the bag. Who cares? Let's what, go on what vacation. Was in the bag. I mean, was it probably extra clothes, some uh, snorkel gear, stuff we wanted, but we could live without. I never. I there's always enough stuff in my carry on that I could survive on vacation. You guys know I was in jeans and boots. I was ready for the plane to go down, as always. <laughs> I had snacks. I had a. Uh, I had weapons. I had everything what? I needed. <laughs> How'd you get through with that? That's my business. Pre-check. I'm telling you. It's the best $80 I've ever spent. Right. Oh my God. Jesus. So God. then she's like, well, uh, I asked and Richard said, no, they're not going to do that. So now she's got a bad relationship with this guy. Now, he was probably being a jerk because Tina's pretty sweet. I can't imagine her, but she was, I know she was frustrated. So I'm like, well, all right, I'm like, I'm coming out. And she's like, don't come out. Yeah, you got to go in with butter. You got to go you gotta. in with And you probably still ain't getting it, but that's the only <laughs> chance you have. Because yeah, yeah. if those, they're getting yelled at constantly. Charm and butter. Yeah. Be the difference. Be yeah. the difference. I get more, what's, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. But so we went. So then she's like, I go, all right, well, what's, because she goes, they're offering me a flight for tomorrow morning. So I guess I'll just fly tomorrow. And I was like, that's stupid. We're not doing that. I'm coming out there. and I'm For free. Get... Like, so we'll for free. A courtesy flight. flight for the next day. They're like, okay. I'm sorry. The only flight we have that's going to the Bahamas is tomorrow. Besides this one. You can't get on this one. And they wouldn't let her leave the check bag. You can't leave an unattended bag at the airport. So it's either go throw our check bag in a dumpster because we don't have anywhere to put it. Or she can't get on the flight. And I'm like, all right, I just, I'll come out. We'll just fly tomorrow. She goes, they won't let you fly. I go, what do you mean? She's like, they said that as a courtesy, they'll only move one ticket to tomorrow. So if we, if you want to fly with me tomorrow, we got to buy a second ticket. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Boo. What? Wow. Get Richard on the phone. <laughs> Get me Richard. Get me Richard. So I went, to, but at this point, it's like group five is getting on the plane. So this is like coming down to like, I'm like, bro, I'm going. You need to make a decision right. at this point. Yeah. Brian Bahamas getting on the plane. What would you have done? Me? Yeah. I would have gotten on the plane. Moon? She's done it. Yeah, in that I've scenario, I guess I would have got on. I guess I would have gotten yeah. on, too. Yeah. I mean, if we were okay with it. Which, I mean, so this was a, because um, I was watching Tina's stories and giving, like, live updates oh, to yeah. the crew. And so it still costs to get on. Well, you, you haven't gotten to that part of the story yet. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because remember, she didn't fly. She flawed that day. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't so, let you swap. Mm -mm. So they wouldn't let it. They wouldn't let me swap. They would let her, because this is what it boiled down to. She didn't read the fine print. I love her. Not hating on her. I'm on her side. 
but she didn't. She's not detail oriented. She didn't read the fine print. She bought the cheapest economy fare in the economy. She's used to Southwest, where they're like, "Yeah, sure, switch your flight five <laughs> seconds you before want. you get on." Right? Yeah, American they're Airlines they're don't play that. that dude. Shout American, out to Southwest. Shout out to Southwest for being your <laughs> chill yeah. aunt. Southwest is like your aunt Linda, who's like, "Yeah, you know what? You can't roll the windows if down." If you want to go on this flight, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get another one for you. <laughs> Who cares? Fine. You can watch an R-rated movie. Uh, so American Airlines don't play that. So you buy the economy. For, you got to pay for everything. You pay for your seat. You pay for your upgrade. You pay for your bag. If you want refunds or exchanges, you got to pay more. She bought basic. She bought the cheapest flight she could get, and yeah. it says in large letters. I got on the app and looked at my ticket. No exchanges. No refunds. Basic economy yeah. fare. So it was like this you either you show up and you take the flight or you don't get it. So they gave her. A so courtesy. they were nice enough to at least go. Hey, we'll put you on another flight tomorrow. Not Richard, but his supervisor. Okay, very cool. Did say I'll put you on a flight tomorrow. It's the best we can do as a courtesy. One ticket. One ticket. Right. She was in the throes of being upset. Probably wasn't listening and didn't realize that it was a courtesy and not a right. Turned it down. Said no. Uh, so she was she was heated. She was heated, and I get it. And before I got she on the plane, listening ears on. I already right. sent her. I go, hey, there's a Delta flight going out in two hours. You're gonna get into the airport 30 minutes after me in the Bahamas. Buy this ticket. There you go. Tell How him. Much tell him it? to suck it. Buy this ticket. Uh, it was 700 and 800 bucks round wow. trip. Wow. Damn. Wowie wowie. But all she needed though was the one way. Hey, you saved money on parking. Well, when in the throes of anger, when she canceled her flight, she canceled both ways. Oh, no. 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 So then I disappear. My return flight disappears because she booked it. Oh, man. Cooler heads prevail. Oh, no. So now I'm on a plane. So many things learned. Well, here's the thing. I'm on a plane to the Bahamas, and I got a a buffer seat between me. Yeah, that's a good So, like, I'm having a pretty good ride. Yeah, good news for you is you got an empty seat next to you. Empty seat. If there is a silver lining, guys, to the silver lining was I had. Thank you. Yeah, see, we're looking at it the wrong way. Two pockets for your weapons and your books. That's right. I had my backpack next to me. It was nice. I leaned on it the whole flight. Aww. Took a nice nap. Uh, sat, ne- sat next slept, to a Rizzo fan on the way. That's by the way, really? yeah, he's like, "Are you on a show in St. Louis?" <laughs> and I go, "Do I lie or do I tell you?" He ended up being a really cool guy. He was very sweet. You no, know, I'm Jeremy Allen White. You may know me from the Bear. Yes, like, yes. just won a Golden you, Globe. Yeah, I showed him my underwear. Uh, long story short, she she gets there. We I wait at the airport for her. We pick her up. She gets her oh, like she did she, take dude, the Delta that, honestly. That she took the Delta flight. Yeah, I already had her booked on another flight before I ever left the ground. But she didn't. I go, hey, you didn't put any of that in your story, and I kind of took some heat. I got some messages from people like I would leave my significant other if they left, and I go out. I know because we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be honest engaged, with you. Because yeah. right. I don't care. <laughs> you were in route. We also have an agreement about this in our relationship. By go. the way. We were in route. Oh, you were in route, and all we were seeing was Tina's messages. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I felt terrible. She was upset. She was upset. She was. Yeah. Uh, and, and it made it, it made it, and no offense to Tina, right. love her dearly. Yes. But it made it seem like you got through, you went on the plane and went, where's Tina? And then left. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We only which one side of the best. story. Which is yeah. great entertainment. I it said is. it was the ultimate G move. Come on, man. You're late. And you've said it before. Hey, if you're going to be late, I'm going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is an agreement in our relationship. Yeah. We, so we were talking about it while it was kind of happening, or I guess, you know, a few hours uh, later. And uh, our listeners were like, you know what? 
Rafe st- stuck to his word. He says yeah, that when, if she's not ready, he leaves yeah. the house. Yeah. <laughs> if she's not if ready, she's not he, ready the he leaves the country. I said, hey, <laughs> I'm at the gate. I got two coffees and a Hawaiian shirt on, and daddy's ready for a tan. <laughs> and I got on the plane. <laughs> Well, but everybody, I still, everybody like, wants I, to know. Everyone wants to know what you did with the other coffee. Yeah, you took it with you. Did you drink oh, it? I drank it. You gave it to the guy <laughs> yeah. on the plane. I was, just, I, like I was zazzed out on the way. <laughs> By the time we got to Charlotte, which was, uh, you know, the connecting flight, I was, I was flying high. She got there. It all ended up working out. It just cost a ton of extra money. Then while we're in the Bahamas, so I took you a, had to eat. So you had to eat the American Airlines ticket. Well, I got on. I called them in the Bahamas. I took about a half a day of my vacation. Thank you. What a hero! Wow. Hero, carry me out here on your shoulders. No, I called them and like they. I go, hey, you guys canceled the flight. You guys didn't give this courtesy to my partner. Uh, you know, we got to make this right. This is not. This is not the way I want to start my vacation. We spent a lot of money on these tickets. I know that's not your fault. You're just answering the phone. Let's get this worked out. And the lady, the girl that helped me was super nice, but she goes, ah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do much for you. I actually have a recording <laughs> of your partner being told by a supervisor that it was a one-time opportunity. They the cur- recorded, recorded it? Recorded phone wow. call. Played the message for me of wow. Tina. What? Completely ignoring this lady, turning her down, telling her, no, that's unacceptable. No, that's unacceptable. She's like, ma'am, I'm telling you, this is a one-time courtesy that we don't have to offer you. I'm trying to make this right for you, but you have to work with me. And she's like, no, that's unacceptable. Oh. And she's like, I can't. This, I. She called that lady, the supervisor, and said, can we do anything? That lady was like, no. I'm going to have to say, by the way, good on American Airlines. They had her, dude. For, for having Bro, receipts. They <laughs> had receipts. They had receipts. It's can't argue smart. that. But I got her back on my return flight. Uh... And then we took a Delta credit for the, so she's got a Delta credit for the return flight. Okay. So it ended up being like an extra four or 500 bucks. All but. right. Well, and she got there a half hour. After yeah, she got you. there on the same day. She had her booked on a Delta flight. And then, uh, you know, she flew back with me and we got home at the okay, same time. Well, it ended up working out. All right. It did. Cause she was on, we saw a video of her on a flight out of Atlanta. I think it was. And she looked like she was crying and <sighs> yeah. All sorts of. I appreciate off. the transparency of emotion, though, because like I under, I was with her the whole time. Like I was like, oh my gosh, yes. like she was pissed, and then she was stressed, and then she was upset, and like crying, and then 100%. then it was all good, you know. And so I was like, once she got there, I like that she posted, "We made it, honeys," and all that good stuff. I was so yes. happy for. Her. And American Airlines was not super helpful. Yeah, like they were, they could have worked with her on that. We were there technically an hour before the line. They saw the line was long. They could have thrown that bag on the plane. They could have done it, and they didn't. Then they could have also just kept it for her, and they didn't. There were a lot of steps of them being kind of jerks, right? But hmm. I brought this up to her. I'm glad you brought it up because I did bring it up on vacation. I go, hey, not upset, but I've gotten some messages from people, pretty much telling me I'm a POS. For leaving you, that if their significant other left them in the airport, and I go, a lot of emotional transparency, not a lot of accountability transparency. Mm. Like there are a lot of steps where I love her, but I'm like, there were emails that could have been read and steps that could have been taken where we could have avoided this. And you didn't post any of that on your stories. <laughs> you only posted, 
that you crying was, in the Atlanta airport. That she was by herself as Rafe <laughs> yeah. is on his way. Yeah. She's going to get to the Bahamas yeah. at yeah. some point, and Rafe is going to be yeah. poolside. She's exactly. crying in Atlanta, and you're, yeah. you're standing on a dolphin. And you're know. swimming with dolphins. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I feel like I'd be the same. I'd be like, this is my perspective only. Like, I'd want to just yeah. show I let her have emotions. It. Yeah. yeah she goes, you want me to, I'll put up a post saying... <laughs> I go, no, don't do that. Because yeah. yeah. then they're going to know I said something to you. Everybody's yeah. going to be like, oh, he made her put You're going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're going to make it worse. Are you not entertained? And she's I like, I don't know why you care what people say online. Well, no, and I'm no, like, no, it yeah. was a, it's not online. They're messaging by inbox. Right. They're not texting only, me. Not only, you know, was it a question that I asked everybody in this in this room, but uh, even you know outside the show, like, hey, all right, so what's the situation? <sighs> you get through security. There's the plane. Would you go without your wife? Yeah. And I tell you what, you're gonna eat an eight hundred dollar ticket. You going? I I tell I tell you for the for the most part. Was it open? Season? Most of the guys I talked to said, if I my wife would be pissed if I did that, mm-hmm. but if my wife were in the situation reverse and I got stuck in security and she had to go, they'd be fine with it. Yep. Yeah. I like that you guys had the agreement, though. That makes that makes it easier to understand yeah. for your relationship. Like, Tim and I, I mean, I have left. Uh, he, you know, we've had issues before where I've had to leave on a, on a plane, and he didn't go, and it was fine. And so I, it's just, it's very, um, it's to your relationship. It's autonomous. Were you left him at the airport? Yeah, I left. I Wait, left. Because he didn't want to get on the plane. Well, yeah, he did not want to get on the plane, and that's okay. That's on him. That's on him. But um, yeah, I left. I was like, "No, we got to go." I I, we had nine inch nails tickets and uh, Airbnb, and (laughs) say no more. Sister was picking me. It was all good. You know, it worked out for us. That was our dynamic. And um, and if there might be a day in the future where I'm like, I can't get on the plane and go. If you want to go, go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was communication. See, see, see. In your situation, you were going to meet your sister. You had tickets for something. I wonder if it was just a, hey, it's both of us, just two of us on vacation. Mm. Let's say you were going to a resort in the Bahamas, just right. you and Tim. Yeah. And, if and Tim's it, like, I ain't getting on the plane. That might be a little different. That's different. Yeah, because what am I going to do? Go to the Bahamas by myself? Like, no. You know? Now, if I could, I don't know. If there were other couples meeting us there, like, similarly, then, yeah, I would, same thing. But if it was just us, like, we have a trip, we have a bunch of trips coming up where it's just us, like, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have left him in that situation. Hmm. Well, listen. Non-refundable. Yeah. All-inclusive sandals vacation. <laughs> oh, in yeah. the Caribbean like turquoise sandals. waters of the Bahamas sandals. in the middle of January during an Arctic oh, blast. I don't know. I've never done a solo female trip internationally. My wife's like cousin that. is going to Alaska by herself. Yeah, I love women that do that. I guess I travel wow. alone so much because of my comedy job that it's not a weird it's thing to me. Right. Uh, no, I was talking to my, my wife's aunt and uncle down in, in Florida, and they said, oh, Liza's going to Alaska on an Alaskan cruise. That's awesome. I said, oh, who's she going with? Oh, she's going by herself. Wow. Oh, okay. That's- yeah. I can dig that. And plenty of women do do the sure. solo trip, and I and I hope to do one one day. I because it's I, it has to be so empowering just to know you can take on the world literally by yourself. It's different. Like men don't have that perspective. I don't think, or at least I'm stereotyping men right now. Like where I mean, I'm a five foot three, crazy little lady. Like I can get around and be resourceful, and I don't mind asking questions and being vulnerable in that way. But at the same time, I do. I'm I am afraid like somebody's gonna swoop me up, throw me in a van, and put me in a crypt. Mm. That's yeah. also in my brain. Yeah. One day I'll go. I've never even gone to the movies by myself. <laughs> what? Okay, I've done that. 
Wow. You know, since the mics are on, I would definitely only go with my wife. I would not do any of that. But if the mics were off, I would tell the truth. You know? Good for you, yeah. Scott. Thank you. <laughs> well, and, uh, to me, we communicated. It wasn't like... You weren't in that situation. It I was... kind of wanted to keep that going, though, that I just G'd out on her and was like, I'm out. Because I called it the ultimate G move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the street right. cred. The high fives, man. I guess that's Woo-woo. the flip side is I got some street cred for being a gangster and just leaving <laughs> and going to the Bahamas. But we talked. She was like, I offered to come back out. And she was like, dude, it's just going to cost 1200 bucks right. or 1600 bucks." And you, I'm going to get there and I was like, a hey, half let's, hour after you. Right. So like, we just, flew alone. Basically, we flew alone, yeah. Basically, you flew alone. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And the trip was good. I saw some pictures. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we had a good time. Did you swim with the turtles or what it was? Pigs. The Turtle Island pigs. pigs. Oh, yeah, dude. I swam with them pigs, pigs. dude. You, you carried a baby pig. I did. I fathered a baby pig while I was there. Adorable. He followed me on the beach. Probably thought I was a dad. Mm. Rubbed his little belly. Aww. But the big pigs, man, those things are big. I'll be honest. I swam with sharks and I swam with pigs and I was more nervous in the water with the pigs. With the pigs. And I'm scared of sharks. It's a fear. I did it to face my fear of sharks and found out I'm scared of pigs. So I guess the, the Bahamas, that's a famous place that mm-hmm. you swim with pigs mm-hmm. over there. I saw when they did that Firefest uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The documentary. Mm-hmm. They had all the supermodels. Yeah. Doing the pig thing? Doing the pig. Yeah, dude. Doing hey, the pig thing. Back to traveling alone for a second. Uh, I've never, like, vacationed alone, but I mean, ha- depending on the tour, half a touring, when you're a guy like me and your band is not a guy like me... Um, you're kind of vacationing on your own. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, 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 walk, I I walk through cities for, you know, probably yeah. eight hours every single day by myself. And I'll tell you what, it is lonely here and there as far as like, it's a bittersweet thing because you don't get to share. You, you, you see so many amazing things and you're not sharing it. And it's hard to come home and like talk about it because, you know, it's kind of, it's a, kind of a weird thing. But I will say it's one of the coolest feelings and one of the most like... I don't know, rewarding things on earth to just Dude. walk cities by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And take thank- the buses and yeah, go to you, spots. And- you just become so thankful for life and like it, it totally transforms your perspective. So if you're like on the fence, if you're listening, you're on the fence like, oh man, should I go? I'm, I'm going to be alone. Do it. 100% yeah. do it. It'll change yeah. you. Well, think of how many people are sent away on business trips and they got time to kill yeah. and they're just walking sure. around the city yeah. by themselves. Yeah. Because I'll say one of my favorite memories from travel is when we were in Japan and uh, just one day, I was walking all by myself around Tokyo, and it was incredible. I bet. So. Yeah, just, just all just on your own. Sure it, was it was so wonderful. I'm sure, it was great. Well, Rafe, I'm glad you're back. I'm you back, look baby. Tan. I feel tan. Yeah. Your, the skin uh, is so. I mean, I'm so jealous. Tommy Bahama shirt on. Can you put lotion on that skin? That looks. Really I don't even want. to. I put leather polish on oh, this skin. Nice. Wow. It's so tan. I put. Uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna have to take a sexy protector. photo. We're going to have to take the uh, sexy photo yep. soon. I heard we, uh, I did we hear conceded. we conceded while We I was conceded gone. the uh, the pick'em challenge, which, listen, there was, <laughs> as I said, somebody had to be the adult. Well, the day before you said, stop the steal. So let's talk about yeah. okay. changing well, listen, our minds. That was a quick turnaround. <laughs> we're not here to talk about the past. <laughs> okay. Was it just too complex <laughs> to figure out a tiebreaker? We're, listen, we're not here to okay. talk about the past. Dude, okay. can I, before we move on from the Bahamas, there was one thing that I do want to talk about. Because I want to hear you guys' opinion. Because I was blown away by this during the boat tour of the pigs and the we swam with the pigs. It was great. We we went in a cave from James Bond That's movie, what? which was dope. We snorkeled in there. I didn't even know that was part of it. That was actually the coolest part of the thing. Mm. I sw- I held onto a shark's fin and swam underwater with a shark. 
which was it was a wow. nurse shark, but you it's still held a shark. Onto a shark fin? I'm counting it. It was Ooh. a nurse shark, which is like they're pretty okay. docile, okay. but at the same time, they actually help you if you get a boo boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have band aids. They, 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 yeah. they had little hats yeah, with a red cross on them. Uh-huh. It was really they run cute. Over and say, you all right? Uh, <laughs> they take you around the islands, and so many celebrities. I went and saw like the abandoned fire festival. Oh yeah. Area. Oh, the, the location. Disaster, dude. Were there cheese sandwiches beach. everywhere still? Or? <laughs> it's like those little huts are all in disrepair. No. Were they still there, the huts? Uh, there was like the remnants of them. Wow. wow. So you yeah. parking so the lot. Fire fest was supposed I saw where it was supposed Whoa. to So the guy was giving us like the 411 and all, and like all these. Sl- I bet you that's a tourist spot now. Yeah. Well, Exuma, the island we went to is not a very populated island. It was really weird, dude. I was telling you, like, there wasn't much. All the stores were closed at like 7 o'clock. There was one grocery store on the island. They're so expensive because they only get two boat shipments a week for the whole island. But with how, like... We were there for their Christmas break. How infamous the the Fire Fest was. Yeah. I would think. If somebody said to you, hey, you want to go see what the Fire Fest was? (laughs) Or was supposed to be? I would go, hell yeah. 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 If it's in walking distance. Hell yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'll I'll ride a half hour. Half hour? I'll go a half hour. Half hour, wow. I don't know. I'll go a half hour. It's, uh... He was telling us all, so there's little islands all over, and a lot of them were owned by celebrities. So I saw Tim McGraw on Faith Hill's Island. That's wow. cool. Their private island they just sold to some computer tech wizard for like $35 million. He put it up as a lark during COVID because he bought it for like $10 million. Oh, yeah. I think I see that And he's like, house. yeah, $35 million bucks, I'll I'll sell it. And the guy okay. from Intel or something bought yeah. it immediately. Yeah, you can, you can look up Dang. the house. I remember he, he did some like post about it's it. It's awesome. He built oh, it. Is it cool? Uh, if I remember I'm right, at it right it's now. Incredible they looking. brought in, they had like a beach full, no other palm trees in, there weren't really palm trees in the Bahamas, but this had a beach full of like perfectly manicured palm trees. And like, oh, they flew those in. Wow. Oh, man. And planted beautiful. them. And those are, if it depends on the and palm like, tree, but they're about 30 grand each. Whoa. Yeah. Like the ones really? in LA when oh, you plant one, nice. it's wild. Grand. But one, one of the things that blew my mind, so Tim McGraw's Island, David, he goes, See this island over here? It's owned by David Copperfield. Yeah, we've talked we've talked about this island before. I think when it Faith Hill and Tim McGraw's yeah, they put it up on sale. Private island. Look at that thing, man! It's crazy. That'd be tough. I know you make a fortune. See all the but palm trees on that little beach? Yeah, we we talked. To, we, They're not native. I remember we talked about this because we were talking about the staff, like the cost of yeah. the staff. It's like ten. He, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, you, you got a boat them out there. Every yeah, day. you can't. You, uh, only, you can only get they live there. Boated out there. Yeah, there's 10 properties on the island where staff lives. There's how other houses. So they live on the island, and they have their own boats, and they, like, just take care of the property. That, oh, scroll back up. Is that Tim McGraw? Yeah, man. Look at that tan boy. Look at how damn gorgeous he is. My goodness. Hey, look at the lobster. Just kidding. Look at my abs. What am damn, I doing in this dude. picture? So, I didn't realize. <laughs> this is the goal for our picture, by the way. Are yeah. we there? Heck, yeah. I am. I'm not. Oh, <laughs> Except sexy. for the flab, I'm there. Um, so... I'm going to do wall squats on Did the Did you break. think he sold this because it's just a headache or... Because that's paradise. They've so owned it for 20 years. the coolest property on the planet? We were talking about that. He's owned it for 20 years, and I was like, you know what? I bet during COVID he wasn't touring. Faith wasn't touring. They probably weren't making a ton of money, and they were probably like... At this point, they're probably uh, like, we go there once every two years. We're not... Because I bet when you own it and you've been to it a bunch, they don't go all the time. But they'd come in by seaplane. Yeah. Oh, man. They, they got a seaplane? Right Dude, there? you yeah. can't that even get to out. this. Damn. You can't drive to this. So he would come in either by seaplane or the guy that drove our boat was like, uh, sometimes I'd pick him up at the air. He was a really nice guy. I'd pick him and his wife and his kids up and I would boat him out here. But the thing that blew my mind before we move on 
is that David Copperfield has a private island. Mm -hmm. He goes, this is David Copperfield's island. And we're like, oh, you know, David Copperfield had private island money. That's what... That no magic was. The man walked through the Great Wall of China. Here's, you know he's got sure. Here's the thing that bothers me. He bought six islands around his island for privacy. So David Copperfield owns seven islands wow. in the Bahamas. Two things bother me about that. Where the hell did David Copperfield get seven island money? Magic. Okay, because that guy had a residence he's in, worth in a billion, Vegas. He? For how long? I don't know. 30 years. Seven islands, dude? That's a lot of islands. It's because he didn't share islands. it with tigers, you know? The it's other guys had it wrong. It's because he wasn't wasting his money on a coffee every day. <laughs> yes. and he, he ate a fish he sandwich. Cars. <laughs> he only buys he used cars. Money. He's your fish fillet plan. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, well, David Copperfield, he, I mean, a, a Vegas residency for forever. Mm -hmm. okay. He had all those TV specials however long ago. He uh, was cute. Okay. Out of musician, or, uh, magicians, he was the cutest one. He's still He's still going, by the way. And they say his net worth as of last year was just over a billion. And he earns about Gosh, 40, 40 to $60 million per year, primarily from the 515 shows he does at MGM Grand. That's nuts, dude. That's incredible. That's insane. Oh. And well, the other thing, here's the second wow. part that bugs me, and I'll, and I'll let it go. <laughs> One, David Copperfield has seven island money. Yeah. Two... Dave, who the hell does David Copperfield think he is that he has to buy six islands for privacy? The guy Ain't nobody trying to get up in Copperfield's business like that, dude. If you told me David well, Copperfield, if you have the means. Yeah, but this to is a, buy this the guy made islands. The Statue of Liberty disappear, right? I know. Yeah, I mean, you can make your island disappear. He Why would he need to? Dude, if you told me he was at Family Arena, I'd be like, eh, that's all the way out. St. Charles. Yeah, ain't anybody gonna buy a ticket for that. I, well, Who's I'm just, going to David Copperfield at, at the family arena? I'm just saying, like, if he was, like, signing autographs at a bookstore in town, I'd be like, eh, that's okay. I'm certainly not going to hop six islands to get to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, that's a little So you think it's nefarious? a little pretentious. Hmm. I don't know. That's like Mark Zuckerberg. Remember, it's a famous story of him buying, I think, a $14 million house and that's... then spending $35 million buying every surrounding house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of common. Because I know Ed Sheeran did the same thing. He bought the whole neighborhood. But I think he also did it so his friends could live Here we go. near him. Back in, okay, back in 2013, Mark Zuckerberg paid $14 million for his house and then spent $30 million to buy four houses around him so he could use their backyards and keep them empty for privacy. Whoa. I dig it. I get it. That's a G move. Hey, wouldn't you? Yeah. Of course, if I had the means. I mean, we're, we're crashing on it. But, I mean, wouldn't you? If you had Seven Island money, wouldn't you buy... At least four You're or five. just surprised that David Copperfield is a billionaire. I'm just blown away by that. I am too. Of all the people, they're like, guess who owns this island? I'm like, oh, Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. And they're like, nah. Copperfield. David Copperfield. Copperfield. Like, Get the hell out of here. <laughs> they said his 15 years plus residency, it grossed over $4 billion. So hey, that it's made a good nuts. Yeah, it's I bet the you bill. sold out every night. It's the bill yeah. that'll cost you money down there. Because Scott and I know a guy who owns a bus company who has an island down there. Oh, yeah. You can, you can buy islands. There's nothing on the island. He goes there every once in a while. Oh, yeah. And you had to boat everything in? It said it, yeah. uh, it, it said just the initial construction for that one thing with Tim McGraw was $10 million. Who knows how many? He's got eight <laughs> towers yeah. for yeah. water just to keep the clean water there. We I mean, went to. That's a million dollars right there. You were talking about groceries are expensive over there. It's nuts, yeah. It was a crate like a bag this like a bag the just a regular sized bag of the nachos at the stadium like the generic tostitos they're yeah. not even tostitos they're the generic ones mm -hmm. was $25. Whoa. Whoa. 
Island. Well, places. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I got to boat everything Snatch. over. Did you save money doing it the way you did it with Airbnb for 11 people? Or Because I looked at the listing and it was like 11 beds. Like there was huge, mm-hmm. gorgeous listing. But you had to bring in your own food and br- drinks and everything. You think you evened out? Yeah. I mean, we did go out to eat a couple times at the resorts at a couple. And we went to like an... We went to like a little shanty restaurant that was awesome. It had like island food buffet, and it was that lady was super sweet, and it was awesome. Um, it was expensive, but yeah, I'm sure you. I mean, if you pay for sandals or like a resort that's all inclusive, you get all that. But I don't like doing stuff like that, so yeah. I, I was happy to do it the way we did. the The other thing we stopped at an iguana island that Nicholas Cage owned. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. That Nicholas Cage money. But the guy mean, goes, oh, there's nothing on this island except like 3,000 iguanas, dude. They all come down to the beach. It freaked me out. Honestly, it was the creepiest part. We went on the beach and all these iguanas come up and they're like hissing and whipping each other with their tails trying to feed them bread. And they're like. And it was a Nicholas Cage owned iguana island. And he, lo- he never paid his taxes. <laughs> and the government took it from him. <laughs> wow. And I go, well, remember, it was Nicolas Cage got in all that trouble with, yeah. uh, you know, he would buy, like, you know, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull yeah. and all these castles out in yeah. uh, in, in Scotland. He's got yeah. the New Orleans uh, gravesite all ready for him when he dies. He's yeah. going to be buried down there. Yeah, it uh, sounded him- like his business manager was a yes man. Yes. Yeah. Very much so, dude. Because <laughs> I, I read an article. With this Tyrannos, you know, T-Rex skull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. I just was on this beach thinking Nicolas Cage stood on this beach at one there's nothing on this island but vegetation and about 3,000 iguanas and he had to be on and be like I am the king of iguanas like <laughs> he had to be out there like just talking to the iguanas by himself because he's so crazy he's you're all my all. babies you, you are, are my <laughs> you are Jor-El I am Castor Troy <laughs> It's like uh, yeah, he probably stood out on the beach with his arms open. That's all I could think about on this beach. To me, my iguanas. <laughs> that my mean ag- one over there is Zod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Cage. I just like I, he. It just blew me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like Nicholas Cage stood on this beach and talked to these iguanas at some point in history, and that's hilarious to me. And then lost it for not paying. I mean, I read articles about him, like him and Lisa Marie Presley when they were married, like throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of like. Art and statues into the ocean, drunk off of a boat. Like he was not good with his money. No, no. So he had he bought Iguana Island, and then the Bahamas. And now it's a national. It belongs to the government. It's like a national park, which is cool, I guess. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Rafe. Hey, thanks. You're back. It's freezing. I mean, that goes without saying. What's it right now? It's negative one. Whatever. In my heart, it's 85. It's negative two. Negative two. All right. Hey, so the, they're saying that he lost around $150 million. Let's see. The IRS, he owed the IRS $6.3 million. He's now worth around $25 million. But yes, that island, along with the skull and a few other things, are some of the things that he may have lost. He once owned 15 residences, including a $25 million waterfront home in Newport Beach. A $16 million countryside estate in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, he had a $9 million place in Vegas. Oh, my gosh. That looks amazing. He had that one, that La Lori uh, mansion down in uh, New Orleans. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a big deal. That's iconic. In Europe, he he uh, he purchased not one but two castles for $10 million and $2.3 million. Yeah. And then here is the island that Rafe is talking about. There it is. Iguana Island. Three million got him a, des- a deserted island in Bahamas. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow. Uh, oh, and also a nine-foot-tall burial tomb. <laughs> in yeah, in New Orleans. Whoa, shrunken heads! He bought a bunch of shrunken oh, heads. They, they're not gonna. 
Those aren't well, if you put those in a bucket of water, they grow back to normal size. A hundred and fifty thousand dollar pet octopus. Well, sometimes you just need oh, it. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> I understand. I necessary. Nah, I imagine being his accountant. <laughs> well, guys, you know what today is? Today is Blue Monday. Ooh. Happy Blue Monday, everybody. Thank you. Are we gonna play the or, song? Or not so happy, I guess. It's supposed to be the most depressing day of the year. That's today. That is today. A travel company in the UK uh, came up with this thing in 2005 as a PR stunt. So if you're having a great day, don't let me ruin it for you. So it's based on a formula that's supposed to calculate how depressing any give uh, any any given day is by looking at things like weather, post-holiday stress, uh, New Year's resolutions we've given up on, and the fact that Mondays suck in general. Yeah. <laughs> so that's today. The nexus of all those things. Maybe I'm not depressed. I mean, I feel pretty good today. So if this is the saddest day that I'm supposed to be this sad, is supposed to be this I'm is supposed to be good. the saddest day. Now most experts say it's not very scientific, oh. but the but the formula claims that in in the northern hemisphere, uh, the saddest day of the year is always the third Monday in January, and the happiest day is in mid to late June. Even if Blue Monday isn't backed by science, most would agree winter is a little more depressing than than other seasons. So you want to cheer up today? All right, here's some things you could do. Maybe get some exercise, get some sun if possible. Well, doing something fun with people you like, eating some chocolate, specifically 85% dark chocolate. Okay. That should put you in a better mood. Okay. So have at it, folks. You brought us chocolate? No. Oh, dang oh. it. No, isn't that depressing? <laughs> By the way, Leaf Key, the one that he owns. It's up for sale. Still on it. This is the Bahamas. It's up for sale. That's that's the picture of it. Ten million. All right. And, ten uh, mil. Yeah. Well, ten million in Australian dollars. It's seven and a oh. half million. Oh, great. USD. Yeah. And he paid three mil that's for it. Deal. Apparently, he oh, paid three, yeah. and he's selling it for seven and a half. Yeah. Forty acre island, Leaf Key. Get on it, somebody. Somebody get on it. We want to go. Rafe wants to go back. Ten mil. Yeah. He wants Everybody to be. He wants to feel in. like he's king of the iguanas. <laughs> they told me that they the government had it now. No one could buy it. Maybe, I don't know if that's true. Maybe they held it up. And When's this from? This 2022? is from 2022. Yeah. Mm. We'll so, yeah, maybe maybe it didn't sell and he lost it in the last two years. Hey, Rafe, were you guys worried when you came home about, well, I mean, you rent your place, so you weren't worried about, like, burst pipes or anything like that. Because that's, you know, reading reading up on the news, burst pipes with this kind of weather. Right. I was oh, man. Plumbers are, all weekend. I had a house. Plumbers uh, are busy. I had a house once, and I didn't realize it until the winter, of course. Um, that any time it got anywhere near, I would say even in the 20s, uh, my shower would not get warm. That it, was ridiculous. It, it would not happen. So you had to wait, and it was freezing. It, sometimes it would just totally freeze, and the shower, you would get no shower. Oh, man. So it was like a house, oh, okay, a regular cool. house? Well, it was a regular, nice home, Regular too. house is a really nice home. Where was yeah. this at? This is in St. Charles. Yeah. Huh. But the wall, I guess the pipes were just close enough to the wall where it would get cold, and you you were just screwed. If it was too cold... I, I would have to plan out my showers and be yeah, like, oh, God, is, is tonight going to be really crazy cold? Because uh, I'll have to shower now because in the morning I'll have no water. Do you right. know what you're supposed to do to kind of prevent burst pipes? Like, do you know the tips? Is it like keep no. one running? Drip. It's, it's, yeah, drip. yeah, drip it. You're kidding. Uh-uh. I yeah. just did laundry. I did, you know, I I, I kind of stockpiled my laundry and then I was like doing a lot of cleaning over the weekend. And I was taking baths and... I, there was a nice constant flow of hot water coming in this weekend to yeah, the When temperatures household. are expected to fall below freezing for a sustained period of time, people are should people should let their faucets trickle. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Maybe I should have. See, I, I would have 
I would have tried that. Then you go, oh, but I'm going to get a high water bill or a burst pipe. Or a burst What's going to cost you more, you big dopes? Your cats will love it, too, because they'll eat, drink out of the fountain. Are oh, you supposed to leave your cabinet, keep, keep the cabinet doors open? So oh, my god. pipes gosh. are exposed to uh, to warmer air. That's the other thing, too, is uh, our uh, our kitchen is right, has a big window over the um, over the sink. And so anytime, uh, you know, you're over by the sink right now, it is freezing. And all the glasses are just ice cubes. Frigid. Everything has a penis Frigid. drawn oh, on it, right? Ice cubes. Frigid. Is that what you guys draw when you see, like, frozen glass? No? No. Alone in this? Just you. No. Our house is cool, man. Just you. <laughs> Just you. Uh, no, STL today, STL today had uh, uh, some tips, five things to do as as the freeze hits the area. I mean, it, it is freaking cold. I mean, it is Terrible. miserable. Right. So avoid the uh, the burst pipes, you know, no, no space heater safety. You know, space heaters are the leading cause of house fires this time of year. Uh, keep your pets inside when you could. Yes, and I shared this on the socials probably annoyingly this weekend. Get if you should have put like a heated little house out. Like the, my stray cats came into their little heated house all weekend. It was great. Nice. Why would I buy yeah. a heated little house for my outside? Because there's little little uh, pets That's their outside. Problems. No, it's not. They don't have anywhere to go. They go somewhere else. They I got a fenced in the yard. What? No, poor cat, the dog. You know, I, I walked both dogs outside yesterday, and it was so cold, and she was, like, lifting up her feet. Mm-hmm. You don't have little booties for No, nah, I think we're going to buy them. It's good. Radio loves it outside. She, yeah, new she, dog loves it. She's yeah, fine. She's, she, we, we have a little sweater on it, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure if she loves it or not. I think she does, but we don't really know. And uh, when, she's, when she's outside, we will watch her and notice that, like, she starts to... Kind of walk, like lift a foot up. No, she doesn't do that. She just walks as if her feet hurt. And we're like, "Come on, man! Yeah, you got to come in, dude." Yeah. What, are you, do- what are you thinking? <laughs> Our dogs just sit there as soon as it gets to this kind of temperature and a little bit of snow. I mean, all every time they go out, it's just they just play and play and play, run, 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 and they're so excited. Nah, Even I'm with like, this cold, just temps. go take a dump. Yeah, I'm right, like, come on, I'm like, girls, just go to the in. bathroom. Radio likes the cold. Or she doesn't like the cold. Um, I mean, when it gets in like the 50s, she's a bird dog, so she like gets out there and she's just, like built for it. Like, oh, this is what my breed is built for. Um, but then when it's like super cold, she doesn't like it so much. She's pretty wise. She just goes out and comes in. Mm-hmm. But when there's snow and everything is white, she can see every squirrel. She can see oh, yeah. every bird. She can see every no, and deer. Listen, and it's snow, like hunting heaven for the her. The snow is fine. It's this kind of stuff. It's dusty. Like, it's slushy, dusty, gross. Yeah. Icy. Uh, cat dog hates it. I'm yelling. Just take a dump. Just do something. Do just it. go. Because we had to we had to leave the house yesterday. I'm like, oh, we're gonna get home. She's gonna crap in the house. Yeah. Do you have a word that helps? Like, I mean, like a command. Poop. Go, you idiot. <laughs> Excrete waste. If we if we say potty, Excrete. she knows she knows that means go to the bathroom. The other dog does. Okay, Cat's yeah. like so if, she's if, on her own schedule. If she's out there and she's messing around, we're, and you know we need it back, we'll, we'll scream out like, hey, go potty. And then she's like, oh, okay, okay. And then she'll go to the bathroom, come in. By the she way, knows the rule. 45 degrees is like the coldest it can be for your cats. Like, So we take our cats outside just to give them some fresh air. And like Willow, he just ran through. He didn't realize there was snow on the ground. And he, he got out there and then he didn't know what to do. He was like on a tree trunk uh, root. Tim had to go out and get him because he was like freaked out. But 45 degrees is like the chillest that it can be before your cat gets hypothermia. So just be careful. What about your dog's Rafe? Bo hates it. The puggle was like, he'll go outside and get to the edge of the concrete pad and hang his butt right over onto the grass, drop one, and right back in the house. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> clockwork, baby. That dude knows what's up. 
because he, as soon as his paws hit the coal, he's like, mm-mm. He's doing that thing where he's like doing yeah. dressage Aww. like a horse, and then he just wants out. The other one's, he'll go out, but I told Learn this morning, I opened the door to let them both out at 4 a.m., and the puggle didn't even come out of the chair. He's like, I'm good, bruh. <laughs> and the big one that usually likes going outside came to the door. I opened it. This big burst of cold air came in, and he just looked at me and just went right back up the stairs. Yeah. And he never does that. And I'm like, that's how I know it's cold. <laughs> he, he'll go out almost any time, and he was just like, nah. That's dog fur. Wow. I'll hold it. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, the Humane Society of Missouri, you know, they say, hey, bring pets inside whenever temperatures fall below 35 degrees to prevent frostbite on ears, tails, and feet. Pet owners should also dry off wet paws and and uh, and clean them off. After walking to the snow, chemicals and salt used to melt the ice can get embedded into those paws and pads. Um, pet owners should also be aware uh, there's antifreeze around their animals. Pets may try to eat it, and it oh, can yeah. be lethal. Yeah, I had to put a dog down. My dog, Sophie, got into some antifreeze. Dude, uh, it's awful. Like, they have seizures. The most brutal yeah. thing I ever had to go through was putting her down. So, yeah, be uh, careful about that. It tastes sweet to them. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like Gatorade. Yeah. I don't think the dog's aware of that. Yeah, they're aware. <laughs> they know more than you think they know. Uh, they say stock up your car, Missouri Department of Transportation, cautions drivers to check their vehicle for supplies and safety, fill up gas tanks to be at least half full, check uh, vehicle antifreeze, battery, and oil levels, make sure your car's got the ice scraper, the, the blankets, warm clothes, bottled water just in case, non-perishable food, booster cables, and they say watch out for frostbite and hypothermia. Anybody with signs of frostbite or hypothermia should seek immediate medical attention. Uh, signs of frostbite, numbness, flushed gray, white, blue, or yellow skin discoloration, numbness, or waxy-feeling skin. Early signs of hypothermia, confusion, dizziness, exhaustion, severe shivering. Just be careful. Yeah. There's no reason to go outside today. Hey, speaking of skin discoloration, somebody in the chat's asking about Rafe's broken toe, which... Oh, you broke your toe. Oh, yeah, I broke oh. my toe about mid-vacay. Doing what? I wish it was a cooler story. I wish I could say it was like a piece of coral or having sex standing up or something cool like that. But I honestly just was in the bathroom of our Airbnb and like turned from the sink to go pee in the toilet. And there was like, it was one of those where the toilet's in like a little cubby hole and just wrecked my foot. Oh, like ah, slipped on some sand and like hit my, thought I stubbed my toe, but then I heard a crack and it just turned purple. And that's one of those injuries. You can't do anything about it. Right. Nah, I mean, if you're going to have... A broken bone in a foreign country, I'll take a broken toe all day. Yeah, and you go to the hospital. Yeah. Tell you what, Wait, just tape it up. That's why I always have shoes. I'm so, <laughs> so afraid of a stub toe. Even on the beach? <laughs> you're wearing sandy-ass shoes at the beach? He wears boots on the beach. Uh, no, no, no. On the, on the beach, I'll wear my shoes to the beach and then take them off. Okay. But they're always, but, just in case, handy. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, inside. Like, there's never, like, uh, anytime my family sees my feet, they, they like, it, it happened the other day. I forget what I was doing. I was downstairs and... I walked to my daughter's room. And she goes, "Oh my gosh, your feet are out!" Like it's just a known thing that I have my <laughs> shoes because, dude, there's nothing m a more misproportion than the pain a human being feels when you stub a toe. It doesn't make any sense. Like that. Like, yeah. Did makes, you see stars? It makes no sense. No, but I did that Family Guy Peter Griffin thing where. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> yeah. That is the that is the universal sound uh, of a stub toe. Yeah. Ah, ah, and. I was in there by myself, just like... <laughs> I will never Although, stub listen, a toe again. If there, if there is a reason to go outside today, uh, today uh, it's free to visit national parks. 
Today's today's one of only six days where it's free to get into national parks. What the Arch Arch Grounds? That's a national park. Mm-hmm. I think so. so that's nice. free today. MLK right. Day. Well, don't lick the arch today. No, oh, no your tongue stick to it. Uh, my son was talking about going up to Hidden Valley today. Oh yeah, because yeah, that, man. I think that's officially open. It's all over TV. Go, They've been blowing snow, nuts. and it does look Woo. beautiful. No, thank you. Man, you got to really want to go. Well, I said, do you really want to go? Oh, my buddies are going. <sighs> Tim was out in the yard yesterday doing yard work, and his chainsaw wouldn't even work because the batteries were so frozen. And I'm like, what why are was you he doing, doing yard work? Because this why big was he branch fell down. <laughs> I just kidding. It's electric. Um, <laughs> boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, we had this big branch fall because this tree in our backyard had a big old dead branch. And so he's like, I can't take it anymore. And he was like, geared up. He looked like a serial murderer going out there. <laughs> yeah, boy's like, oh. yeah, my buddy's going to go to Hidden Valley. going to go, you know, first thing in the morning. Oh, that's go, pretty Are awesome. you nuts? That snow, I bet you that snow is incredible, though. Yeah. These conditions. It like, better be. You know, they're, they're blowing that, they've been blowing that snow. I've been, I've been watching it on the news here. They've been blowing it for a few days. It's so cold, though. Man. Oh, Perfect. it's so cold. But, add, but if you add, got the gear, it's negative two right now. It's negative two, and add as on if, as if it doesn't get that anywhere else right. on the planet any any other time. There is proper gear for it. If you got the proper gear, skiing rips. Go. All right. Right. Like you know, you have to put on a jacket. <laughs> I don't want chapped lips. I don't wear jacket. If I know teenage boys. And the cold. If there's one thing they won't have, it's the proper gear. Yeah, yeah that's of true. course. There's always one kid at the, there was one kid that just wore a tank top year round. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to school with that. And it was always a boy. Like never had a coat. He had a coat. He just wouldn't wear a coat. Like I never dressed properly. Uh, do you know anybody that went down to the Chiefs game? No, yeah. but oh, Rafe man. and Tina were very sweet. They offered Tim tickets to go, and Tim was like, I can't even, I can't, I can't go. I can't, he said he couldn't because down. of the cold, and then he puts on his all his weather gear to yeah. cut a branch up. <laughs> like, cut down. Spend longer it out there. Looked, huh? uh, the, I didn't watch the game because I didn't have Peacock. Uh, people oh. were real mad about that. Uh, I love the this. pictures I saw, I mean, it, was, it looked brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. I knew Dude. some people down there. But it was, go ahead. It was wild to see Mahomes and a lot of those players, I mean, they're in short sleeves or and they're out there. They look like there's no issue whatsoever. Yeah. Just having a good time. Yeah, but time once they're getting to the sidelines, I mean, they're getting you the know big the big coats. the big coats. Would you see they'd have the guys in the big coats and then some would just sit without it and just talking yeah, to those them. Are real men. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. My, those uh, are the real men. You you know you know my boys, uh, Riz, because yours is similar. They never they're never prepared. Like you guys are saying, like these kids are never prepared with yeah. with with. Uh, with stuff. Well, we went to service yesterday, and then we were going to go to lunch, and uh, both of them. No jackets. I was like, what, what, right. First of all, I'm proud of you. You guys finally have pants on. That's that's lovely. But uh, you gotta you gotta wear something. And my daughter's starting to pull the same move. Nah, I was like, no, listen. Yesterday. I handed her my coat, and she still has my coat right now because she wore it all day yesterday. And you know what their thing was? I'm only gonna be outside for a few minutes. And dad over here, instant. I go. What if an emergency happens? Yeah. You dress for an emergency. Damn it, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> that was I said, crazy. boy. I said we, we had to go. We had to go to Wentzville. <laughs> For the hockey tournament, and he comes out of a sweatshirt. Exactly. And I go, "What are you doing?" Right. Yeah. I'm exactly. like, "It's it's negative." We left yesterday morning. It was negative six. Yeah. Well, I I so he goes, "I'm going to be in the car," and then I'm going to go right to the ice rink. I go, "What if something happens when we're in the car?" Right. That's exactly what, what I said. What if we get stuck? That's exactly what You're I said. Be no help. And then we go to uh, then we go we, we we go to church and we leave. And one of the, the one of the boys, it was his pick, and he says. Red Lobster. Yeah. So we had our Good first. Idea. We had our first Red Lobster experience. First of all, it was great. We had the whole place to ourselves because no biscuits. one was out. Oh my gosh, you guys were totally right about those things. Right. I've made them. I've made the box version and a you're few not a times. Guy. 
I'm not a biscuit guy. I ate three or four. Those are special. They yes. really are something different, the man. The they're special. And they got like a flatbread pizza or something that tastes like pizza on top of the Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Oh. There's like something in, they're using the same something. What? I've been to Red Lobster incredible. in 15 years. But I can't go back for a while because the bill was wild. Oh, well, it's seafood. They fly it in. Dude, the 10-year-old. <sighs> ate the sea. He did. He did. he got the feast. Captain's so, so, feast. So, so yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. he, got, he got the Way feast. To go, kid. He's crushing crabs and stripping lobsters out. Like, I mean, he, it was crazy. The bib was on. Oh yeah, the oh, bib. Okay. Like he did. We we didn't know how to do the bib, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna need this. Oh, he was a mess. But I tell you what, man. Even inside the restaurant, signature dude, feast. Here we go. Mm. Yeah, it was like rattle it off. I the admiral's feast. Yeah, oh, the admiral's go. feast. No, no, no. He got the one with the lobster. With the lobster and the crabs, what's uh, and the shrimp? The one on the left. This one here. Yeah, yeah. Let's create your own ultimate feast. The ultimate feast. Yeah, that's what he got. Uh, what, what, what? You can put all that in it. What is it? Choose two premium, <laughs> two classic selections. Yeah, so he, I guess you could pick. He went shrimp, lobster, crab, broccoli. What a kid! I'm then he got broccoli. Fries. We also had flatbread. We also had um, the the lobster dip. Dudes, it hurt. Did he house it all? I think he did, yeah. I think we had a few shrimp to take just, home. You salute him? Move on. Admiral, it, pay it the was bill. But it, you earned but, your stripes today. But we were the first ones in the restaurant, and it was cold in there, you know, cause, yeah. and, and sat, by, sat us by a window, so it was cold. So the kids were complaining, and I was like, oh, you're complaining. You're complaining in your hoodie? You should probably have a coat. They're like, Dad, we don't need a coat. And I said, you dress for an emergency. What if we went outside and the car didn't start? Mm -hmm. Right. That's exactly what I said to the boy. <laughs> they got an answer for everything, though, dude. Mm. It's going to be fine, Dad. Like I said, if this if this car breaks down on the way, you're going to be no help. Yeah. Well, that was me on Saturday. I, so I hosted the, uh, it was the MC for the Song Society's Rockin' at the Right. And I had on, you know, like a nice outfit, this coat, which is good. But as I was driving, and by the way, driving on Saturday was a freaking nightmare because that's when the weather started to get yeah, really yeah. bad. Yeah. And so I slow rolled it the whole way there. I was like maybe going to run out of gas on the way home. And I, I didn't have any blankets. I oh had just boy. some water. I had no food. And I was thinking to myself, you look like a moron. You have this, like, nice <laughs> business casual outfit on that if you have to walk somewhere, you're going to die. Yeah. Well, I was that, not I know. Well, we that's, spent a that's the question is how far do you go with that conversation? Because I said, you know, one of these days, son, you're going to learn this lesson. One and I just hope you don't die learning it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, God damn, what's wrong with you? Right. Yeah, well, the boy saw the look on my face like, hey. It's crappy weather. You never know. You never know. He didn't care. I was well, not prepared. You're going to learn he your lesson someday. He's going to learn his lesson one day. That's right. <laughs> no, we spent the weekend in Wentzville. Oh. The boy in a hockey tournament. Shout out to the uh, Cheshville Falcons 14U A3 team. Yeah. Yeah. Winning the Arctic Blast tournament. Oh, huh? champions. Good huh? job. Huh? Awesome. Outstanding. They did, they did very well. They played a couple teams from Michigan and Atlanta. And then the Merrimack Sharks, who gave them a good run. Mm. Shout out to the uh, Merrimack Sharks goalers. Standing on his head that first game. Anyway, so went to uh, try to hit up a couple local establishments in, uh, in, in Wentzville. You know, to get coffee and had a nice uh, dinner. There was a place called the Thai Kitchen out there in mm. uh, Wentzville. Shout out to their... Uh, what kind of food they have? Thai. Kitchen food. Thai. It was a Thai kitchen. Thai was Thai kitchen. Oh, I thought Delicious. it was... Delicious. Thai ties or, or had a long ties. bowl of soup. Curry? No, I'm not a curry guy. What? Surprising. Hmm. But it was like Saturday night... Freezing, yeah. Big ass bowl of soup, hit the spot. The best. Hit the spot. Yeah. Went to get some coffee at a place called LB's. It was very nice. 
What kind of coffee, George? Just black? Regular coffee. Oh. And they had they had the board with all this fancy stuff. Mm. Yeah, just give me a coffee. How much? Just give me coffee. Hey, I'm did, cool with the coffee. You're not a curry guy. Like, you're not a Thai curry or, or an Indian curry? It's kind of different. I'll right? do Thai curry every once in a while. Indian curry, I really don't like. Okay. I knew that, but I, w- I didn't I didn't know you were just curry. I, I'm not, it's not my go-to. Averse. Like, Love if there's curry. other things to get, I'm, I'm not going to ever go. I'll I take get that. that. I get that. You just you're off the curry. You're not you're not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. If it, if it's the only thing, okay, I'll we'll do it. it. I'll try it. I'll do it. I'll do it. It was a good. Tina made veggie soup yesterday, yeah. and man, yeah, it was a good hot soup day. Yeah, perfect. Yep. I was my watching the football the games, thing. just eating some eating soup, and just trying to warm my bones up, and it was, it was. great. Good soup yeah. and good chili. Uh, Mallory made uh, chili on Friday. We ended up eating it for three days. Yeah, yeah. Like, over chili's the best. I made chili on Saturday, and she made a vegetable soup yesterday. Yeah. So hey, incredible, soup incredible mm. weekend. Doing soup today. Mm. That's Food. it. Doing it. Doing it. All right, we got to take a break. All right, that's brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Uh, Hotshotsnet.com/slash/teamriz. Also, your uh, St. Louis uh, home for Blues hockey. From Edwardsville, Illinois, Sarah Riles is our team. Yes, Sarah. Uh, Sarah is a longtime listener about the Riz Show and The Point. Uh, thinks the show is better than ever. Uh, enjoys learns female perspective, King Scott's dad jokes, Moon's take on topics that stir the pot, and my leadership. Thank you. I guess she likes to you too, Rafe, but she didn't write anything about you. Thanks. I think it just goes unsaid. Well, Sarah loves a matchup with the moon because of how competitive the gang is, and she's grateful for the show always being there to provide comic relief for her mornings. Well, Sarah Riles from Edwardsville is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. And the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive. Your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hello, Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you can trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck. Got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. 
Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz the Socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Crab on celebrities here in a second. We'll do Sex Time Fun Facts, Sex Toy of the Week. We'll play three and five. Give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets for Point Fest. Point Fest 2024. We got Third Eye Blind tickets, and we got tickets for Can You Feel the Punk Tonight? The early show, Saturday, May 11th, over at the pageant. Whole team's back together. Mm-hmm. We are live on this Monday. And here's what happened back in the day. 81 years ago, 1943, construction is completed on the Pentagon. 57 years ago, 1967, the Green Bay Packers win this first Super Bowl beating who? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. <sighs> 35 to 10, Green Bay's quarterback, Bart Starr, was the game's MVP. Kit, uh, tickets cost 10 bucks. Hmm. That might happen this year. Right? Tickets cost 10 tickets. bucks? No. That the Chiefs and the uh, Green Bay Packers might play each other, right? Hey, you're right. Finally. Vengeance will be ours. Yeah, finally. Payback. 
Uh, 50 years ago, 1974, Happy Days premieres. 41 years ago, 1983, Men at Work single Down Under hit number one. I'm sorry, Dan Ende. 38 years ago, 1986, Jimmy Dean was ordered to pay his brother, Don Dean, half a million bucks for causing a mental anguish in a feud over the family sausage business. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Uh-huh. Well, I had a sausage feud in college, but it was different. Yeah, thing. different. Yeah. Uh, 30 years ago, 1994, Snoop Dogg's single Gin and Juice was released. <laughs> 23 years ago, 2001, Wikipedia was launched. 15 years ago, 2009, U.S. Airways pilot Chelsea Sully Sullenberger oh. safely landed a jet disabled by a bird strike in the Hudson River. I've interviewed that guy. Sully? Mm-hmm. You have? Had, yeah, because uh, he awesome. came out with a book like five, ten years ago and uh, got to interview him on the phone. And, I mean, he is pumping that for all it's worth, I man. would. Isn't wow. it the first successful water landing of a that big of an aircraft or something like that? Is that is that the case? I think and so. The they're like on the didn't, they make, didn't Tom Hanks play him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was mean, like, if Tom Hanks played you, you won life. Unless it's like your serial killer or something. But other than, I mean, if, usually Tom Hanks is not playing the mean guys. It was just cute because he was, he's like the sweetest little guy, like little old man. Yeah, and he, sweet mustache. And he leans completely into the heroism of what he did. And he should, but. Well, if he's selling a book, of course. It was mm-hmm. just a cute interview. Hey, did he get any, uh, I mean, since that was a news story and whatever. With that Tom Hanks thing and the success of that movie, does he have anything to do with that? Like the royalties sure. of it? Or? Uh, no. It's a story did about him. The, did they base the movie off his book? Wasn't it just called Sully? If they based the movie off his yeah. book, I'm sure he got paid. The movie was his name. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything necessarily. No. Still cool, though. Yeah. Hey, Tom Hanks played you. Yeah. I bet it sold some books, whether he got a piece of it or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure he's all right. But I bet they paid him to be on set and everything. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, an advisor. Yeah. An advisor. I'm sure he does all like he he does the speaking, speaking engagements. Circuit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. he's fine. Uh, six years ago, 2018, cranberry singer Dolores O'Riordan dies of an accidental drowning. She was only 46. That's and bummer. Yeah, yeah, three years ago yeah. today in 2021, WandaVision debuts on Disney Plus. Nice. And that's what happened back in the day. All right, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Mudvayne's Chad Gray is slamming the current crop of new metal-inspired bands, saying that they all sound the same. Here's a little bit of audio of Chad Gray talking smack. (laughs) Okay, here's here's Chad Gray from Mudvayne. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I don't give a (laughs) Because I'm me and I got love to say I want to say it. Like music now to me, God bless them, like new bands, but they sound the same. All new music reminds me of the same thing. There's nothing separating it, one band from another. It's like one band kind of does something, a hundred band follows that band. Yeah, you know, when somebody... I don't know. I'm always torn when I hear somebody say something like that. Right. And I'll say it too. Because I'll say it too. Say it. Especially it from a band sound that sounded like every other guy band alert. at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because what? he because he's somewhat right, but at the same time, every time someone says that about every era, yeah. there's yeah. sometimes there's some you know in in a lot of ways yeah. right. And it's listen. exactly the same for our favorite era and all that. I was listening yeah. to a song the other day. <laughs> uh, we were it was way back weekend on the point, and um, we were listening and we we're jamming and. Fly, uh, I just I just want to fly. Was that Sugar, Sugar Ray? Ray? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the whole time I'm listening to it, all of a sudden a new perspective hits me and I go, oh my gosh. Because they were like a thrash punk band. At first. Yeah. At yeah, first. At first. 
If you listen to that song again, mm-hmm. tell me it doesn't sound exactly like that Sublime record that hit oh, the, yeah. year, the year before. Because that came out around the same time. It was, the, it yeah. was like literally well, they, they said, hey, we could do that. Let's do our version of that. And they did that. And then it changed the tra- it, it, trajectory. Of it, course, even everybody's. Even though he's right, I feel the same way. But it comes off as like old guy, old guy, know, kind of bitter. Listen, when Mudvayne came out, everybody's like, "Oh, was it Slipknot?" Right? Or yeah. El Nino sounds just like Drowning yeah. Pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it was all the, the guys, same. It was the guys Ed, dressed up and yep. stuff. And Every era. Pod. I mean, it all sounded if, the same. If, if you take Ario Speedwagon and Foreigners, yeah, or, or yep. you know what I mean, like. To, to somebody that isn't in that zone, that's not looking at it with every little detail, it's going to sound the same. Well, and, that's and he the was laughing about every it, time. I think, I think he even maybe, I hope he's self-aware enough to realize Well, no, that. no. Go go to part two, self-aware. Let's, this is how self-aware Chad Gray is. Okay. Mm. You got Slipknot, Manson, Papa Roach, Disturbed, Mudding, Drowning Pool, Corn. You know, there's like every band I just named. None of them sound the same. None of them. Everybody was bringing what they were bringing. To the he's just—he's tooting his own horn. He, he, at the end of that, he talks about how uh, bands of actual like late '90s, early 2000s new metal were yeah. pushing boundaries. Which, sure, yeah. some were. But a lot of them did, art imitates art. So yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of them were feeding in their, no pun intended, mm-hmm. pull of each other. Yeah. They're and, throwing and that's their own okay. stuff on there. Because like, I loved it. Like, Ozfest lineups too. in 99, to like, him, I would love 20 of the bands. Yeah. You know, to him, they, they sound, sound very different because he's in that he's in zone. That. Yeah. Like, that, to us, we all could tell the difference in two notes. You could tell yes. the difference between corn and disturbed. Right. But if you show it to my dad, he's going to go, this is this the same crap. This is the same stuff. Yeah. And so I just, dude, I just shared a like a TikTok or a reel the other day that would make me laugh and it was like bands in the 90s lead singers of bands in the 90s having a meeting it was like dave matthews uh scott staff <laughs> hootie and the blowfish and uh uh god why am i blanking on the lead singer of pearl jam eddie better and there's like i wrote a new song he's like oh i like that check this out they all like but then somebody objects and says that sounds too much like the bare naked ladies yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. like it's, it's a freaking mess yeah well play that grunge stuff for somebody <laughs> who, who was a fan of uh you know early 80s you know music right. and they were yeah. like well eddie better sounds the same as Chris Cornell sounds the same as right. Lee yeah. Stanley sounds the same as you know, Scott It's Wyland. an era. It's an era of music They're that all you're all going to feed thing. off of. And that's what's so beautiful about it. Because, like, hmm. if you go back to the 90s grunge scene, like, all those bands, thank God that they all kind of sounded similar and could, like, because that's all that you heard in the 90s. Yeah, that's what you know? makes it a genre. Yeah. yeah everybody's got to relax. But anyway. It's, Sorry. It's the old guy alert thing where it's like you get to a point where you stop ingesting new things mm-hmm. and you only like what you liked. I know. And that's that sounds. That's what he, I'm gonna say. That's what he is. But that's what he sounds like. That's what he sounds, I, sounds and like. And I like Mudvayne too. I was an enthusiast of uh, was LD50. Oh was yeah, the first record. Man, it's a great. Listen band. to Death Blooms. That's the jam. Anyway. In other band news, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker revealed some dating rules that his 18-year-old daughter, Alabama, has to follow. She interviewed her dad on TikTok. So here's a little bit of their conversation. Alabama. Would you consider yourself strict? No. Okay, what are you going to do if I sneak out and you find out the next day? I'm going to tell you how dangerous it is and maybe try to put you on restriction. <laughs> so that was his, I, actually, Travis is really cute uh, being interviewed by his daughter here. And I think that his rules are pretty, pretty good. Like, play this next uh, little bit, too. I thought this was great. 
What would you do if I went out with a boy and I just completely stopped answering you? Just I would come to your location and I would find you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What would you do if me or my friends came home high or drunk? I would tell you not to ever do it again. He's just very sweet. He's a normal dad. Yeah, yeah, he's normal dad, real sensitive. But I thought those were really great. Nothing real, nothing real groundbreaking there. No, but I thought it was cute. And you know, stars. They're just like they're us. They're just like right? us. Holy cow. Uh-huh. I, I talked last week Does about- Does he ingest food through his mouth? Because that's what I do, too. smokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can relate. Is he dependent upon oxygen? Maybe. Me, too. Uh-huh. Does Travis Barker poop? As am of I. Of course he does. They're he just doesn't like even have us. an anus. <laughs> Speaking of people with anuses- um, Somebody who's a friend of the show, as I understand, William Hung, uh, American Idol sensation. He has broken his silence. I had no idea this was going on. He has a gambling addiction. William Hung, Billy Hung. Let me take Man. you through the timeline. Okay, oh, we've so contributed. After, yes, after American Idol fame, guy had a number one album somehow. Then he earned his <laughs> MBA in mathematics. He's smart. Uh, he started working for the L.A. Sheriff's Department as a stat analyst. Yeah. Then... He left that job to become a professional poker player. Now, from there, things turned dark. Oh, no. His addiction to gambling began. Dude got divorced, then went on LinkedIn to write a letter. William Hung got divorced? He did, dude. He's on wife number three. William Hung's on wife number three? Wow. Then, guys, William Bangs says, I came home from work one day. She, his ex-wife, started asking him all these questions about why I was so nervous about every sports game and why I was always so tired and how do you think it went and all that money I could have used to improve our life and it's gone. I'll give you a hint. It ended with her asking for a divorce, he said on LinkedIn. So he's since got remarried. He's on his third wife. Her name is Hannah. And he's returned to his old profession as a stat analyst for the L.A. Sheriff's Department. But, um, yeah, he had a gambling addiction, had to, like, Dang. Like lost a ton of money, obviously lost a marriage, and well, had to turn his life back around. Kino Bangs. Back when King Scott got married and lost his virginity. Oh, yes. Uh, I know King Scott loves William Hung, so yeah. I paid I mean, 50 bucks artist. to get a cameo. That's so nice. And it went straight to blackjack. Yeah, you contributed to his addiction. Well, hopefully he won back a little bit at that point. I paid 50 bucks to get a cameo done by William Hung. Which was incredible. And I have it. Thank you. Uh, I haven't played this in a while. This is uh, a message for King Scott. Oh, wow. (laughs) We got to post this video. (laughs) From the William Hung. This is his wedding day? Uh, This is shortly thereafter. Yeah, like a week after, maybe. Okay. Here's uh, William Hung. (laughs) Hello, King Scott. This is William Hung. Oh, sorry, sorry. My fault, my fault. It's okay. Congratulations for losing your virginity after 39 years. (laughs) Thank you for being a big fan. I want to wish you a happy new year. And here is a song for you. King Bangs, King Bangs. Oh, baby, when he moves, he moves. He goes crazy cause he loves like a flop, but he stings like a bee. Like every guy in history. You bang. Yeah. You bang. Isn't that awesome? That is really cool. I love That's it. That's the number one artist right he there. He immediately took that 50 and put it on black. That's right. <laughs> one day. Yeah, you want to post that? I'll, uh, I'll forward it to Man, that is, uh, yeah, that is one of the most touching things that's ever happened to me. King Bangs. Really that's really it. sad. King Bangs. Right at the same He's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> hero forever, man. Nev Campbell said she would bring back her role of playing Sidney Prescott in the Scream 7 sequel if the offer was respectful. She bailed on Scream 6 because of a salary dispute, but she's open to returning to fans. She says, I made a strong statement a few years ago, which 
is I did not believe that the way that I was treated would have happened if I would have been a man. Okay, I wonder if it was, I'm holding out and you guys ain't me. There's no scream without Nev Campbell. Well, apparently there's not. And then they said, we're making a scream without Nev Campbell. They did. Called her bluff. Uh-huh. And it wasn't, who cares about that? Nobody watched it. And then now they're trying to make this other sequel, and everybody keeps dropping out of that for different reasons. So there's hope that she could save this Scream 7 experience what if they pay Scooby her well. Uh, or not Scooby-Doo. Scooby uh, you know what I'm talking about. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, yeah. It, have, am I a few screams behind? Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. But, uh, Forget it. He's, he's not dead. coming back. He's not coming back, nor is a hot-ass Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Was he, was he dead in the no. first one? Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Dude. Yeah. You can Matthew get Lillard, Lillard and Skeet, yeah. oh, hell, 30 bucks man. all in. Dude. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich back from the dead would be hot. Oh, he's dead too? Yeah, they both died. They're both the killers in the first one. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh, I forgot. They, yeah. <laughs> he's Come dead on. too? Come did on, David uh, Did David Arquette survive? Yes, he did. Yes. Oh, heck yes. Is he Courtney coming back? Dewey? Dewey. That's his best character he's ever Deputy Dewey. So He's hot. really good. Uh, box office box office totals this weekend. Mean Girls the musical smoked the competition at the box office. They brought in 32 million. Um, Jason Statham's action movie The Beekeeper finished in second place, making 16.8 million dollars. <laughs> Boy, that it. really takes away from the Mean Girls <laughs> achievement. I want to see it. Be the Beekeeper or Mean Girls? Yeah, no, the here, Beekeeper. The Beekeeper looks awesome. You know what they said? I read a review on it. They said it is what it is. Does he save it the is, bees? It is action packed. <sighs> No apologies for being action-packed. It's just one. It's just crank all over again. Action scene after yeah. the next. Mm. It looks. You know, I watched one of those yesterday. Uh, Netflix is just insistent that I watch the Equalizer three. Yeah. So I was like, fine, fine. Yeah, and it's kind of cool already. That's what I heard. It's I kinda, great. I kind of like it. Well, it was, yeah, Antoine Fuqua or whatever. Like his films are right to the point. Isn't yeah, Queen Latifah an Equalizer? She's on CBS. On I don't the know. Show, I didn't yeah. make it that oh. far. She oh, there's was, a show. Oh, that's a show. The series is Queen Latifah is oh the equalizer. Goodness. Oh yeah, this is. Oh, so the series is based on the movie. This is a movie uh -huh. that Netflix may must have paid. Well, the okay it was actually a series first in the '80s. The Equalizer was like an old British guy, kind of like Michael Caine back in the '80s. I forgot hmm. the actor's name. Hmm. I I was talking to my wife this week, and I said we got to watch that Oppenheimer. Yeah, we've got to watch it. It's great, man. It's good. Uh, I'm like, but it's three hours long, so we got to plan. We got to plan accordingly. Gotta do. And just, she's like, well, why don't we just watch part of it and then, you know, pick it up later? I, I don't want to, do I don't that. like to watch movies that way. Same. Dude, we started Yellow Jackets over the, I don't know who's in on that, but man, what the a show? great show. Yeah. Oh, no, Christina Ricci. I saw the first episode. Unbelievably good. Is it Paramount? Really? Showtime. Uh, it's on Showtime. Oh. And I had, it was one of those things, and I don't want to derail anything, but it was like, it was one of those shows where the preview does not, the tone of the preview does not match the show. It's very much like Lost. I think you would love it, dude. It's very much like Lost and uh, and kind of... Um, Girls? Yeah, like rolled into one. Interesting. But it's like, it, it's dark in some ways. It's like... So but, it's the soccer team gets gets yeah. stuck in the woods? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I saw the first episode, and then we canceled Showtime. Um, yeah. But Was it, it good? Uh, it was intriguing enough for me to... You like soccer, and you like the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you like rugby. Watch Alive. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of that, but anyway, it, it's really good. Hey, speaking of Oppenheimer, Robert Downey Jr. put his hater on, haters on blast last night with his acceptance speech at the Critics' Choice Awards. He won for Best Supporting Actor for his performance as Louis Strauss in Oppenheimer. And he began his speech by reading poor reviews from critics. He says, I was thinking this morning, I love critics, you know. They've given me such a beautiful feedback, really just so many great moments, and some of it is so poetic, he joked. I just want to share some of their thoughts with you over the years. And he pulled this out. He goes, uh, the first one is kind of like a haiku. 
sloppy, messy, and lazy. The next one is more metaphoric, like Pee Wee Herman emerging from a coma. This was from a Brit. He says, a puzzling waste of talent. And lastly, uh, and this one lingered, amusing as a bedlocked fart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so anyway, he- About uh, his performance about in Oppenheimer, which he's- Winning all these awards now. Right. Okay. And he's Robert Downey Jr. He's the freaking best. Uh, Kevin Hart said that he'll never host the Oscars again. He was supposed to host the 2019 Oscars, but stepped aside after uh, offensive tweets came to light. Hart told Sky News that the award shows like the Oscars are very cold and not for everyone. Here's a little bit of Kevin talking about it. I'm still ready for you to host the Oscars. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You say it's not going to happen. You're done. Right, right. Kill, that kill, was the too. kill the idea of it. It's not right. Kill happen. the idea. In this case, like even with Joe, there's just no, there is no return of of good. There's no upside yes. at this point. So he will Sandals never do that. Andy Cohn. There you go. He's the best, too. Uh, yeah, didn't, weren't they like, well, if you apologize, then you could host the Oscars. Right. And Kevin Hart was like, no, not going to apologize I, for 10-year-old tweets. No, and I and I agree with him. I think it is such a cold room, and we're kind of finding that out with Joe Coy's performance. I mean, he, he kind of he took so much flack the next day, and then over the next couple of days, he came out and was like, look, the room was just not into what I'm doing, and for yeah. a stand-up, it's just a completely different vibe, and I understand any comedian not wanting to do it. It is, and he also didn't have this, I mean, he's a great stand-up comedian, he's amazing, but he didn't have the skill set some other people had, you know? He, right. he found out, like, a different, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have a different skill set, Ricky Gervais, yeah. these are all actors and, and have improvisers and sketch and can kind of improvise in the room like right. stand up is very I much always, I, I almost felt like he wasn't one of them so they're not laughing I at agree. his jokes yeah, yeah they didn't yeah. know him or something they didn't know who is this guy this bald-headed comedian who I've never heard even of even though he sold out arenas i mean the oh, guy yeah, is listen super i know jo- I, I know you know of Joe Coy. i think he's you know he's big in the comic world not a household name not a household yeah. name and it seemed like yeah. a very cold room nobody was in the mood to joke around that night sure and, I don't know uh, though I think I think it really is delivery I think Rafe hit it it's a skill set thing and and some people think they can you know like okay like bands you got a set you built it you rehearsed it you do this you, you go play a show people like your record so you can sell out an arena and, it, and you crush but then you put them on a late night TV show mm-hmm. and you and all of a sudden, they, they sound like crap. Your favorite yeah. band, and you go, oh, God, that wasn't a great thing. Because, well, right. like, you, that's a different sport. When sure. you sell in an arena, it's your fans in there that are laughing. Yes. Sure. Right, and you're used to that, and you're playing It's a voluntary yeah, it's a, room. I, I think you hit it on the head, man. It's a different. have a year to prep as opposed to 10 days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a different skill job. set. And I, I do remember the Kevin Hart stuff. When the Kevin Hart tweets came out, I forget what they were. It, it, didn't, it didn't seem like a big deal because it was... Something homophobic about his son. Like, if his son was gay. And I don't even think it was really... It wasn't like super hateful. It was just kind of like no. It was like taken out of context. Yeah, ten I mean, year ten year old tweets. They were ten years old for sure. And they're like, well, if you apologize, then you could come back and you could host the Oscars. And he's like, nope. Right. Is that the one? That, is that the one that they had no host? I think so. Yeah. Because he bailed. Yeah. Hey, speaking of award shows, the Emmys are on tonight, live from the Peacock what? Theater in L.A. Oh, I'm going to get my hummus together. <laughs> Anthony Anderson is going to host. Laverne Cox will manage the pre-show like she normally does. The nominations came out back in July, but the award show was postponed because of the strike. And so if you're going to watch, you can watch it on Fox, FXX, Hulu, Sling, DirecTV, Um There's 27 nominations for Succession. And I pulled just a Going couple. Up against football tonight. Yeah, I know. Well. Bills fans won't be watching until, I guess, tomorrow on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get your... I, I, I pulled three of the categories, and I want to just read the room to okay, see what you think is going to win, okay? Is, is the Bills game early today, or is it the late one? 3.30, I think. 3.30 for the Bills game. So for Best Talk Series, these are these shows are up for Emmys. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Kimmel Live, 
Late Night with Seth Meyers, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, or The Problem with Jon Stewart from Apple TV? I don't watch any of them. No? But you've seen clips of all of these shows. Which do you think could win? I think it will be one of the last two, and my guess is it'll be The Problem because Jon Stewart... Yeah. It's not even on anymore. Fell on right. his sword. Well, he they tried to control his content. And he said no. They tried to tell him he couldn't say. It'll something. be John He's Oliver. Like, this I'll was John the... Oliver one. John Oliver's not listed. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's a shoe in. I, I think it'll be Colbert. Too, I think it will be Colbert. Trust me, William Hung said to bet on him. Yeah, I I agree. I, I thought it would be the problem with John Stewart, but also Colbert is so well liked. I could see him. You know, well. it's funny. I think that the John Oliver show is nominated in a different category. Oh, you Because do? it's only once a week. Oh. British. Okay. Well. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch any of those shows because I'm asleep. What about these? Best Structured Reality Program, Antiques Roadshow, uh, Diners, Drive-In, and Dives, Love is Blind, Queer Eye, or Shark Tank? Listen. What? My heart says Diners, Drives, and Dives. Uh, I love Shark Tank, so if either one of those won, I'd be okay with it. Shark Tank is like the only network television show I could just leave on all day I love and it. go, and just oh, let it. this is great. All day. What about you, Scott? Um... I think just for the history of it and how it's still awesome as Antique Roadshow needs to win. It's Sounds so good. good. Rafe? I'm going to go Queer Eye. Yeah, I love Queer Eye, too. I cry at every episode, dude. Jonathan Van Ness is my person. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about the best female front women in rock history. Ultimate Classic Rock ranked 25 of the greatest. There is a number one. Uh, and they do this every year. And it's kind of <sighs> interesting to be. see the uh, the lineup change. So who do you think made the top 10? Number one's got to be Stevie it Nicks. It is Stevie Nicks, number one. Very Debbie Harry. <laughs> Debbie Harry is number six. Um, Ann Wilson. Ann Wilson is number two. Keep going. Look at you. You're on a roll. Uh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox is number five. Joan Jett. Joan Jett, number eight. Okay, wait, number three. Uh, Kate uh, um, um, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin is number four. Ooh, number three. Dolly Dang. Parton. Dolly Parton did not make the top ten. Hmm. These are front she women front bands, band, or though. can they be solo artists? Um, number three who was in you, a band and also was a solo artist. Who, 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 who did you just say? And, Janis, uh, Joplin. Janis Joplin. Who did she front? She was I don't know. number two. Uh, Janis Joplin and the, what is it, Janis Joplin and the, it's Janis Big Joplin. Big Brother and the Holding and, Company. Yeah, Does Blondie count? Yep, Debbie Harry was number six. Okay. What about Bjork? Bjork, not top ten. Courtney Love. Courtney Love, number nine. Oh, number three. God. Number three, seven, and ten are up for grabs right now. Who? Okay, do you so think? this person was solo. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. She was. Tw- uh, she was in the top twenty-five, but oh, not top ten. Wow, surprising. Atlantis uh, Morris. Let me give you the eras. Okay, so we're talking sixties. Mama Cash. Sixties, eighties, nineties. The gal from Heart. She was number uh, was two. Ann Wilson. Ellen, Ann Wilson. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's sorry. Okay. Um, I think local. Tina Turner. Tina Turner, ah, number three. Oh, you're welcome. Well, so, I um, thought that was solo. Well, she was in Ike and Tina Turner. You're right. Tina. You're right. Um, Cher. Cher. No. No. Mm. I think 60s. Prolific 60s. Like 1967. Huge band out of uh, Hayden Grace Ashbury. Slick. Grace Slick from Jefferson Airplane, number yeah, 10. Yeah, we both got that. And yeah. then number seven, I'll just give it to you, Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders. Chrissy Hind. Uh, Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be Same here time. with Guns and Roses. Anyway. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Well, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, born in 29, died in 68. Dove Cameron. Uh, would, would this have been his actual birthday? That's, that's what it says? Yes. Oh, today, actually. So his birthday would have been today. Yeah. Uh, Dove Cameron, a uh, big deal on Disney Channel. You know her as uh, the twins, Liv and Maddie. Also, Maleficent's daughter, Mal, in the Descendants movies is uh, 28. Skrillex is 36. Ben Shapiro is 40. Pitbull is 43. Howie Day is 43. Drew Brees is 45. Eddie Cahill, that's Sam 
the EMT on Under the Dome. Uh, also, Rachel's man boy assistant on Friends is 46. Regina King is 53. Shane McMahon is 54. Chad Lowe, Rob's more talented brother, Agreed. Is, is 56. Agreed. Lisa Lisa is 57 or 58. That's what it says. Uh, James Nesbitt, that's Bofer, uh, from the Hobbit trilogy, is 59. And Mario Van Peebles is 67 wow. years old. Wow, Van and Peebs. John Hewlett's birthday is today, too. I just no! want to say happy birthday to you, John. He's going to join us on Thursday, by the way, John Hewlett. Oh, tight. Yeah, he's going to call in. John Hewlett's joining us on Thursday. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Kobe Ty. And today's birthday girl has been in 145 films, including all anal on the Western Front, Anal Palooza, <laughs> in a movie called Band in <laughs> wow. Kentucky, uh, The Butt Hut. She was in China Vagina in a movie called Clam Bake, which I'm not sure what that's about. Huh. Uh, uh, Love Hurts, Saturday Night Beaver, White on Rice, and who could forget a role in 2005's Great Wall of Vagina? What was wow. the Western Front one called? All anal on the Western Front. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kobe Ty is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with your sexy Tom fun facts, the sex toy of the week. <laughs> Which, uh, sex toy of the week, huh? It's um, fitting for a day like today. No pun intended. Yeah. Cold as ice. Arctic Blast. Arctic Blast. It is uh, 7.52. We'll talk about the sexiest accent in the USA. There's a list of the top 50. And controversy, guys. Yeah, big time. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time, they'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot 
weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey here, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Please go beyond your amigo. You know, talking during sex time, fun facts about uh, Travis Barker and his daughter, Alabama. I guess interviewed him mm-hmm. on her TikTok page or mm-hmm. one of her social media things about his, uh, his parenting style. And uh, she had asked him if he, uh, well, she brought a boy home and they shut the bedroom door, what would he do? Right. Let me check on him. And he said, you know, I'll come check on you from time, you know, from time to time. What were some of the rules on dating, you know, when you were younger? You were able, I think we talked about this before. You were able to bring boys home? Yeah. No problem? No problem. No checking, checking I'm in? I'm sure they did. I, like the bedroom door thing, I remember my dad was different than my mom, obviously. My dad was like, no boys in the bedroom with the door closed. I'm like, yeah. whatever, dad. But my mom was like, she knew how freaked out I was. My mom literally made me watch my sister, her birth. I cut my sister's umbilical cord yeah. and it scarred me teeth. so good to not get pregnant and to like, I, I'm like, I, I'm not doing anything. So my mom knew. She was like, she's all good. You know, I was boy crazy, but I wasn't like doing the nasty. So, Back to you. so uh, you did bring <laughs> boys to your dad's place. Oh, yeah. Like, I used to sneak boys in. My dad's house is the best because he had these old windows, the little uh, casement mm-hmm. windows that crank out. And the, the old 70s screens could come out really easily. And, like, there was a chair. Literally, the guy didn't ha- stand a chance. There was a chair outside my bedroom window that the boys would, like, step on to come oh climb in into the window. And Greg didn't know. He didn't know head. a chair was outside his daughter's no. bedroom window? Total And you were on the first slut. floor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. <laughs> I had a great time. Boy crazy. Man. Yeah, there was no way I was having a door she closed. Just half of West Frankfurt. I did. <laughs> no way I was having a door closed if I brought a girl home. Mm. That's with, smart. With my parents. Yeah. No way. Not even like, that door had to be fully open. I'm surprised my mother didn't take the door off the hinges. Me too. That's yeah. how open that door had to be. No way. What about your house? Lockdown, dude. Sucked. <laughs> Didn't stop me. Found other places. I was banging. <laughs> I was the opposite of her. Uh, did not, could not have anybody I wanted over, but found ways. Uh, my, it's just strict. I guess my dad. I guess it was my dad, man. Like they're, they're just strict. They were just like, I don't even think they really liked me going in there with a girl. If I had like a girlfriend over, a lot of times they'd want us to hang out in the common area. I could go in there, but definitely doors open. And I got two little brothers who would like, weren't having it. Oh, yeah. We're not good wingmen. Like, they're coming in, they're popping in, like, no privacy, door open. My mom's a nosy Parker, too. Yeah. Be I, popping I, in. I, I, most of the time, I went over to the girl's house knowing that, yeah, 
That was brave. The boys, I mean, being at a girl's house and the guys that would come over, especially my dad's house, those were brave guys who like met my father and stuff. Like I remember the, the guy I was dating before my dad died in 06, his name was Andrew. And he took Andrew out back and made him chop like wood. <laughs> yeah. And was like, Greg wanted to know. He was like, you, cause he was like skinny, like lean guy. And my dad was like, let's go out back. And he was like wanting to make sure that like Andrew could <laughs> take could care of his wood. daughter. Yeah. That he could chop wood. I was like, and I apologize. I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> Man. That axe is sharp. Mm. Ain't it, boy? Yeah, his gun's out. Nice. Dad, I mean, stop. if you brought a girl home, Moon, not in the bedroom? No, the door was not allowed. Dude, it was it was the greatest thing for my brother was uh, me and my high school girlfriend getting pregnant. Because then he was like, ha, I'm the golden child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, and what do you know? There was plenty of times where I was like, is so-and-so over? Like, yeah. I was like, well, his, Clark's door is closed. Mm -hmm. What is this? What, what is, is this? this? Mm -hmm. And they're like, you you know, I had a kid, so what? I'm, I get to say nothing. Get to say nothing. So he got away with everything. Yeah, but for like, me, what do you yeah. got to say about it? Aww. Same. Yeah, no doors I think closed. it's like, which surprised me because you're the eldest. Yeah. Usually we have it, usually it's super strict and we break our parents down for the next generation. Mm -hmm. Like by the time I got around to my brother, my mom was like, don't smoke weed in the living room. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I had broken her down where she's just like, you know what? Just keep their bongs in the basement. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see them. See them. Yep. I guess being well, the youngest. Like I had to be, if I was home at 12 and 1, grounded. Yeah. Gr I, was, I was grounded for half my childhood, dude. Yeah. Being the youngest, I got away with everything. My parents didn't care. And, uh, and, uh, and the good thing was, is I couldn't get a girl to come over. So, oh. didn't have to worry. Oh. Yeah. It was Dang. nice. They, but if it, if one came over, they'd have been excited. I'm glad they'd you have said been excited over. for me. No, and, th and there's going to be a time <laughs> where, where I'm going to, you know, be faced with this, where my kids are going to be oh. bringing home. I look forward to knowing you in those years. You know, boys and girls, and uh, yeah, doors will be open. It's going to be happening sooner than you think. It is? You're going to be an open door guy? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Your daughter is going to be able to bring boys into her room? The door better be open. I would recommend her not bringing them over. You know, those... I would as well recommend that to her. <laughs> Auntie I would sex, recommend them house. not coming over, be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's going to be such a great show note when we do find out. Oh, man. I can't Woo! wait. Doors will be open. I can't wait. In fact, I may even. Uncle Rafe's coming over. Can't yeah, wait. I may The doors may be off the hinges, and I may actually widen the doors. I don't know. I'm going to oh. be like Greg. I'm just going to come over to your house and make your daughter's boyfriends go chop wood with me in the yard. <laughs> like, who is this guy? And be like, I mean, we didn't invite him. I had a girlfriend who's. Uh, Whose dad uh, showed me his knife collection and wanted to give me a ride on his Harley? There you go, cool dad. And he made you no. sit weirdly. Made you sit in front. No, thank and God. Face him <laughs> on the tank while no, he drove. Th no, thank God. The the girl stepped in and go and you know no yeah. no 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 dad. See all the moms that I met with, through boyfriends I had, they were all cool. They, I I I mean I I fell in love with all the moms. Like you know I still talk to some of their moms. Like you know. Yeah, my mom's would have been cool. It wasn't you that they didn't trust. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, it was I'm me. Not, I'm not going to be the cliche, you know, dick dad goes, see this shotgun over here? I got, you know, two shotgun shells. I wasn't got a daughter came out of it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Can I be honest, man? I think you're going to cave. I think you think you're going to be one way and you're mm. going to be a lot. Probably. I was blown away as a kid in high school, as strict as my house was being a boy, because you always hear, like, boys do whatever they want. My house was locked down, but every girl I dated's dad, they 
were a pushover. The girl ran the roost. Like, they would just be like, I'm going in my bedroom, Dad. Don't come in here. And it's like, I won't. You know, and it was like. <laughs> I mean, I could do that, too. Like, I, I mean, my dad, I was his only daughter. And so, yeah, like, you know, it's weird. He was a pushover sometimes. Like, I actually got coffee with an old friend of mine who I dated, and he was, like, eight years older than me. But at the time, you know, whenever I was dating him in high school, uh, my dad didn't know how old he was. And, you know, and they were great friends. And, like, my dad thought he was 16 years old, too, and this whole thing. And, you know, but I was like, Dad, he's, like, a really nice guy. And then he started talking guitars with them and hunting and stuff. And then, boom, they're friends. And Well, Moon was yeah. faced with, you know, his daughters bringing home boys, right? Yes. So what, what did you do? Doors um, closed? Was there any rules? There were definitely rules. Uh, there was never really dudes coming over all that much. I do remember a couple of the first meetings. Um, one was, uh, one, I had to pick up the kid. And my daughter wasn't able to be there with me, so it's just me and this dude. For the first awesome. time? <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best. Oh. Yeah, and he's he told the story probably a thousand times to his friends. No. Yeah, and he wears the soccer jersey of, like, my most hated team. Uh, so we, I, I tried to chat him up about soccer, and he was fine. There was another guy that was, like, really looking forward to to, uh, to meeting, and my buddy and I, we were going to do, like, a whole bit, and that fell through. Um, but he, he took my daughter out on a date. He never really, like, was over. They didn't yeah. hang out. Uh, but he was actually very cool, and uh, and that was fun. But, man, I'll I tell you what. I think Rafe made a point with, uh, with the gals g- getting away with everything and the dudes not. Listen, every teenager is a manipulator, all right? To what, yeah. to, to, to whatever degree, oh, yeah, yeah. to whatever degree, it depends on the kid and so yeah. some other things. But like my kids are in like their test and manipulation zone for sure. And yeah. I've already and I've already noticed, and I've been told that it's been noticed that my son gets away with way, way less than my daughter does. And my daughter is in the zone, shall we say, right now. And um, I I I have to like stay I have to stay aware of that when this kind of stuff comes into to, to, to the dating world. Right. Because I think you're right, dude. Like, for, for me and everybody, every dude that I knew, there were, like, strict rules about this stuff. And the gals, there wasn't so much. No, nah, dude. There really wasn't. And I think it's because, like, they're, they're such a powerhouse. Yeah, my house was way more strict than the girls I dated. Yeah, I think you're going to get there, man. I really, I hope, I know in your head you have a vision of the dad you're going to be, but I I just, know. Like, even, yeah. like, my wife now, like, when we were dating... And I have to go over to her house. Like we were allowed, like to sleep, like sleep together mm-hmm. in her basement. Oh yeah, that is crazy. That's at my house too. And like, yeah, I should say to my father-in-law, like, you know what was happening down there, right, yeah. dude? Crazy, t- Michael. Michael, I, Michael, you know, <laughs> let's level with me. I did you know? Did you know? I did. Know. <laughs> dated a, a girl whose brother was like two grades above me, and he walked in. Oh, God. On us having sex. Just straight, and like, not <laughs> under the covers. Uh, he was like coming in, to, he came in to ask her questions. Like, hey, did you, could you have you seen my bit? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That and he closed the, the door, worst. and I'm like, oh, I'm toast. This dude's going to, he already doesn't like I'm dating his younger sister. He's definitely going to rat me out. Nothing, dude. Nothing happened. You I never even a night. word? Nothing. Oh, never. Not a crossword from mom or dad. Well, because he's blocking it out of his brain. Even the brother never said anything to me. And I thought for sure, this dude was like six foot four. I'm like, this dude's going to, I'm going to have to fight this guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's going to have to happen. I get it's it. It's going to have to happen. He's going to, nothing, not a word, not wow. a big deal. And I was just like, man, this would never fly at my house. Dude, speaking of blocked out, I blocked out something until you just said that. <laughs> oh, bring it out. Let's hear this. I got caught. We got caught by, by her dad. Oh, my God. By her dad. 
and it wasn't full on, uh, but you know, I mean, it may as well have been. And right. uh, yeah, totally busted. I totally forgot it was about this. Never a word said about it. Never mom? a word. N- no, it was, it was it was her dad, and he walked in the room, and it was a huh, terrifying. Oh. <laughs> and and and, uh, and <laughs> there was blankets. I'm going to say it was couch. And uh, and he came around and just sat and watched whatever we were watching. No, and, he no, sat next oh to you. Oh my God! You no, know, there was here. another couch on, on the other side of the table. He and didn't walk out of the room. Nope. Wow. <laughs> came in. How came did in. You? Gangster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a G move, dude. Oh, came in. Never said a word. What if I, he just sat down and been like, continue? Oh, oh dude, no, 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 no. Yeah. I remember for months we discussed like, do you, you must think? Own this do house. you think he knew? Do you think he knew? And of course, at that time. There was hope in our in our young hearts, and we thought, oh, maybe maybe he didn't. You know, he never right. said anything. Was or he anything a big kind of dummy? No, he's not a dummy. Was man. he a big dummy? He, is not, he, <laughs> he is was not pulling a, dummy. a bit on you guys. No, listen, oh. I, I'm just saying, like we we weren't sure if he knew, thought, yeah. you know, whatever. He never said anything, and now that I'm thinking about it, like 100 percent he knew, and we were just fools to think that there was a chance he didn't. But uh, it was it was one of, it was uh he did. I'm not gonna get in details, know. but he knew. Like I mean, oh man, good I way to shut it down. Though I forgot we got busted. Oh yeah, he right came there, in and watched the show. Just to plop down and put on CSI, <laughs> be like, <laughs> and just hit the remote. Oh my <laughs> Just gosh. hit the remote. Yeah. All right, uh, you guys, all right? Okay. All right. I love David Caruso. Whoa. <laughs> they constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex. Hey, you guys mind if I, yeah. you guys mind if I change the channel? <laughs> uh, no, sir. Whatever you want. I don't. I don't whatever. miss CSI. Caruso is a genius. <laughs> we weren't very engrossed in what we were watching, anyway. Oh. All right. Uh, say some fun facts sponsored by me. <laughs> Patricia's. We're fun and fantasy meet. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, January is a, a big month for online dating. Uh, experts say it's a mix of New Year's resolutions, post-holiday breakups, uh, Valentine's Day ahead. Ooh. So a new trend in 2024 is called dry dating. I would like to guess. I got a couple new terms for dry you guys dating. today. Dry dating. Dry dating. No drinking. Uh, where you don't have sex. No sex, no drinking. It's called dry dating? Dry dating, yes. Ugh. I'll probably go with Lauren. I think it's probably means like a, 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 a pre-agreement that we're not having sex. Abstaining. Yeah, abstaining. yeah, yeah. D- like a no, yeah, no, no contact, no physical contact. I'll say like even the kissing and all that. Whatever. Okay, so dry dating. So you guys are all going like, to hey, sex we're, like route. We're gonna go Scott's to dinner. Going the alcohol mm-hmm. route. Mm-hmm. No foreplay. Uh, Scott is correct. Dry dating wow. is uh, is where you go out and meet somebody without any alcohol. Boring. Hmm. How are you supposed to fall in love? You're catching a buzz in each other. Oh. Young people aren't drinking as much, I thought the stats said. Mm-mm. So that maybe that's... No, we're just going to take a handful of pills instead. Oh. <laughs> well, every generation's yeah, got that's their right. thing. That's right. I don't want to sound like a boomer. Uh, yeah, that's, what dry, that's what, what dry dating is. Um, we talked about breadcrumbing uh, before. Do you guys oh, remember yeah. what that is? That's when you're like uh, leaving like little clues, you know, so somebody's kind of... Lingering them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're always just kind of behind you just in case you want to... Lead them to you. So they say, move over, ghosting and catfishing. Breadcrumbing is the latest toxic relationship trend. Mm. A University of Illinois professor explains breadcrumbing involves intermittent attention or affection that leaves the victim continuing to hold on to the hope of something more. Mm. The breadcrumber is able to maintain the victim's focus while simultaneously avoiding investment or commitment. 
I know somebody that went through this. I think it ruined the dude's life. Someone really? may leave you relationship crumbs yeah. because they fear commitment or want to keep their options open. Uh, it could also feed their ego. Hmm. Yeah, and this gal was married eventually. Oh. And she's still kind of strung this dude. And I swear it, it ruined his life. Now, I mean, while she, while she was while she was married to somebody else, she was breadcrumbing this guy? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, from what I from 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 what I knew, you know, the things that he would say and I was like, "Oh, I don't know, man." Steer clear of this gal, even if she was somebody you love. So what like, was she doing? Like, so, so they say, like, making vague plans and playing, like, hot and cold with communication. That could be a sign of breadcrumbing. Hmm. Um, it was just, like, the level of contact and conversation I thought was inappropriate. Like, flirty. Yeah, real flirty. And you're like, wait a second. Back. I thought, yeah, yeah. Kept this guy single for, I don't know, a better part of 20-something years. Whoa. On yeah, the hopes of maybe... 20 years? Oh, yeah. He's, I'm, he's, I'm pretty sure he's still single. And it's because he was holding out for this one gal. This one gal. And I've seen it twice, too. And one guy even said that uh, eventually, like, he got into a, you know, a, a particular age and just said, oh, no, I'm asexual. And everybody around him was like, no, you're in love with somebody that's been st stringing, stringing you along. along. Right. Wow. He didn't have a conversation with her? Like, are you ever going to leave your husband? Because. Man, I think it was just one of those things where this dude was beaten down, where there was no conversations oh, left man, to be had. Sad. And it was just a uh, uh, holding out hope. Mm. Holding out hope. It becomes such a dream. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, people just like put these people on the pedestal where no matter how much they're manipulating them or dragging them or breadcrumbing or whatever term, they can do no wrong. <laughs> you know? Well, I had, you know, it's kind of sad because it's like he just had so much hope. Kind of romantic. And I mean, like, I understand what you're saying, but like. He was really holding out hope that he was going to be with her one day. It's too, it's, yeah, it's, it's like so, it's really like the sad. movies. Like yeah. there's like one or two movies that are just they're stuck in that script, except for the ending. Man. They never got to the ending. Yeah, yeah people Wait. fall in love with unavailable folks all the time. Never got to twenty the years. Ending. Long time though. That's a, that's long, a long time. time. I mean, never got to the time. ending of him, you know, stopping her before she got on the plane. Mm. Right. I mean, think think of movie after movie, show after show. <laughs> it's the uh, the the watching them date. The, the jock or watching him date the, the bad, bad guy, guy and yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, but it, it, eventually she'll come to her senses but there's and always realize a, the good guy's yeah, here. Yeah, there's always a cute nice ending. Nice guys and, finish last, you and know. And yeah, and I'll be here when she gets divorced. Oh, wait. No, you won't. No, you won't. Oh, because no. Because she Sucks. moved on. And then, Did he ever find another woman? No, not that I know of, no. Wait, He's she, still single to this day? Both guys I'm thinking of right now are both single wait, to this she, day. Wait, so she did get divorced and didn't go with the other guy? Yes, multiple, oh, multiple oh, times. Oh, oh, wow. Whoa, she got divorced player. and yeah. then didn't get with him? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Another guy. Come on. Who's this lady? My gosh. She had yeah. Come on. Yeah, I hate Was he get, did they ever, like, have encounters? Uh, no. I hate the victim blame He here, stands but, no chance. <laughs> but I'm about to. <laughs> he stands no chance. And, and everyone, yeah. yeah. And everyone knows. Well, it's got to be on him at some point. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. But in all honesty, like, why yeah. would he, why Except would she be attractive I, I mean, why would she be I had girlfriends that had that guy. You guys ever date a girl that there was the guy that's like, this is the guy in the wings. waiting around for her to realize Benchin? real love's been under her nose this whole mm. time. Yeah, yeah. For I was always friend. like kind of never cool to you. Uh, yeah. I've had to read. I have girlfriends. My high school girlfriend, uh, yeah. there was a guy that was, I forgot what the hell his name was. Probably Chad. Ephraim or something <sighs> like that. Was it no, it wasn't Chad. <laughs> Thatcher. Brad. Sure, that's why you hate that name so Sad. much. Sad. Sad. Uh, <laughs> Brock. No, but he was always around. Yeah. Because he went to our school, and I was like, this guy, 
Why is this guy the pretty always and pink here? thing? We right? all know these guys, and I guarantee you, everybody listening right now is starting to realize, oh yeah, that guy is this yeah. guy. I have close girlfriends, lots of them, and there's times that I, when like when my one of my best friends Laura, when she would start dating a guy, I would have to make it clear up top. I'm like, hey, I'm not that guy. I'm not waiting around. She's my friend. <laughs> yeah. She's cool. Don't be weird to me. I'm not a chat. I'm not waiting around for her to realize that true love's been like word pals. <laughs> so don't be giving me cross-eyed looks across the bar. I have, like, you have friends to announce? like that too, where I had to be like, I'm not a pro, like I'm literally just a dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah, yeah, I've had buds. my guy friends will start dating somebody and they don't, maybe they don't know me. And then they're like, what's up? Like, finally, when I got married, people stop, stopped treating me like trash. And I was like, no, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just a good friend. Like, I just, I'm funny and like, I have a cool job. Like, we're friends. We've known each other for 20 years. Get yeah. away from me. Are there ever girls just waiting in the wings like guys are? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Very rare. Not as much, I don't think. It's, it's rare. I mean, I'm yeah, sure there girls are. are usually I don't smarter know, man. There are. Them. I know like a couple like a, of girls yeah, who guys like. Guys are so dumb. Guys are just, just like, dumb. I've just seen the movies. Dummies. No, Dude, I know not. of quite a few girls, though, that have like <laughs> hung out. I know girls that have like waiting in the wings for married men to like, Pull the trigger and leave their wives. That happens a lot. I think it happens more than but, you think. But the people we're all picturing are all young, right? In yeah. Our heads, in not, our heads, we're all, we're only picturing young people. Mm. I am. Everybody's old in my mind now. Everybody's forty, pretty much in my head. <laughs> well, well, no matter what your age is. Call, no. <laughs> I'm always thinking. I I put myself into the shoes of like a younger person. Yeah. Mm. I think it's more common then. Oh, yeah. It happens in high school. One in four guys, yeah. I'm sure. But, I mean, eventually. Well, it's like the last time I dated was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even the ones that you're talking about, Ray, that are, like, you know, waiting for somebody to get divorced. <laughs> Chances are that they're in a relationship, at least, or something. I've been out of Maybe. the dating pool for 25 years. I know, man. It's bizarre. I don't know. What's about. going on? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be so lost this if you I don't know, I don't know what's happening. The same thing. Just different modes of communication. <laughs> Now I hear that this new term, another one, avalanching. Here we go. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, this avalanching. is just, Wait a this minute. Is the is new love bomb. Where? Avalanching. This sounds sexual. It does sound sexual. Burying right, so them in snow. Valentine. And I'll say this: Valentine's Day is a divisive <laughs> subject. Some love it, others hate it. With many viewing it as another day of capitalism. I love it. The man it. to my left. What? You don't. Valentine's like Day, Day is just another oh, big no, chocolate I love it now. day of capitalism. I love it now. Well, get ready for uh, this. When did you make the turn? Uh, I thought you were my anti-Valentine's Day buddy. No, nope, uh, he's on my listen, side I'm now. still your buddy. If my wife is listening, and she, she might be. Um, I love it now, man. Oh, man. <laughs> two, as of two and a half weeks ago, I, love, I really love this oh, stuff. Your wife Way to go, me. man. You know what? She she loves this crap. And uh, I'm trying to do my best to support. And I hate it with every fiber. But I love her more. <laughs> Your wife texted me this weekend and says, I'm fully invested in the armpit experience that's happening with me. Oh, yeah, she goes, I, wife's going out her pits too? No, no, I don't know. She's And I have an update. I got so fed up on Saturday that Tim has not noticed my two-week-long armpit hair. I, go, I, I had a moment of weakness and I go, are you for real? Like, he, I've been in the nude a lot and I've been, like, lifting my arms a lot. <laughs> And like showing them, showing them off, and they're two weeks long. And I go, "Are you for real not seeing how hairy my armpits are right now?" And he goes, 
Oh, I didn't know about. And so then he looked. He goes, "Oh my God!" And he was completely Why didn't you astounded tell him? because it was You're getting ruined the whole thing. Oh, oh, we had guy, money on guys, this. You guys owe me fifty bucks. Now everybody gets their money back. Everybody gets their money me. back. Some guy messaged me and said, I think he's playing a bit on you. I think he does know and he's not telling you. And for real. Like, I was literally like, hi, welcome home. And like, it was like, it was like this. You're in tank like No, not like that. It was Get like out that. Of here. Yeah. <laughs> did you shave your hips? I shaved him last. Oh, oh God. What a disaster. A well, did you shave the hair? What are you doing? <laughs> no. Golly. So anyway, it's over. I'm sorry. Man, I can't The hang. liberation's done. Great! <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you were in the Bahamas, my pits were huge. They were like, uh, man. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, no, Valentine's I, I, I formally detested Valentine's Day, but my wife made a good argument for the kids. She's like, dude, it's, it's, she's like, it's miserable weather. It's January. We got nothing to look forward to until a couple birthdays from now. At least give them the, the something to look forward to. Just let me do this for the kids. And I, you know what? When she made it a kid holiday, I'm all in because you know what? That's the last time I enjoyed it when I was a kid. Uh, you remember you made the, yeah, uh, the box? Yeah, the boxes. And they you don't take do them that in. anymore. Well, now everybody has to get a. You have to get a Valentine for everybody or nobody or something like that. But back then, remember you'd go around and you'd yeah, see everybody. Awesome. Your crush gave you I a Valentine. Choose you. It was oh, the little message. Oh, guys, I choose, yeah. choose you. Guys, I got a pencil uh, with hearts on it from Shannon in fifth grade, and I lost my brain. Yeah, man. Now when everybody gets a Valentine, it's meaningless. It does. Yeah, I, I agree lost with that. my brain. My brain spun circles inside my yeah. skull. It, I, st- I still remember the feeling. And you and me. Yeah, now kids will. Yeah, you're like Jonathan Brandis and Ladybugs with the girl. You're just dancing with a pencil <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of class. It's a red pencil. I, I, can, I, I still remember you, what it smelled like. It was the greatest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now kids won't experience that because everybody gets a Valentine. Right, so like, if okay, this it's a kid's holiday that we've, of course, hijacked and totally ruined. But um, yeah, for, for the kids thing, I'm having fun. I love it. I'm, I'm in, man. Okay, well. I'm in. I'll spend money. You guys I, ever fill out a Valentine as a guy? You better have like third oh, or fourth yeah. grade. You're a little. Oh yes, yeah, we need the poo or whatever, mm, Roger yeah. Rat, whatever Star it was, Wars. whatever the Walmart stock little yeah. Valentines. And you were like in your head, you were like, when she sees this, it's yeah, <laughs> Michelle Cormier, <laughs> who so I know, who I know, tear ducts. When Catherine Linscott lays eyes on this, oh. it's game over, boys. <laughs> oh, I would write it out. Gabe Yordy, he was my crush in like fourth grade. His name was Gabe Yordy. Gabe Yordy. Oh, Gabe Yordy. Gabe Gabriel. And uh, Gabe oh. Jordy, yes. <laughs> no. so, you wanted to be Lauren Jordy? the coolest, dude. The bowl cut on that kid was awesome. And so I, I remember being like, I love you. You know, I was like, uh, such a Oh, nerd. I love you. Yeah, Holy I, I gave smoke. a Valentine to sure Michelle was... Cormier. She had no tear ducts and she rejected That's, me. So. Oh, I love you. <laughs> That's so good. She had no cry? tear ducts? Yeah. What do you mean? How did she emote? I don't know. Wow. Wow. She farted when she had to cry. Anyway, Avalanche. We're back to Avalanche. <laughs> yeah. Despite the opinions, you know, that's it, a capitalist thing. Um, it has birthed a new, a worrying new dating trend with screen times and app swipes surging mm-hmm. through January. So in a recent study, 79% of people admitted to swiping right more and agreeing to dates ahead of Valentine's Day. So it's like desperate, like, okay, yes, 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 yes. Um, 64% of people think Valentine's Day is the most depressing day of the year. So in an attempt to turn that around, again, people admit to swiping more right in January in search of a Valentine, fearing being alone on the 14th of February. Mm-hmm. Their dating non-negotiables 
are out the window. Oh. So normally I hold firm on these certain things. It's a definite no. They're non-negotiables. Go out the window. Wow. Huh. The deal Looking breakers are match. out. So that's... So a rush to find a match in time for Valentine's Day could be counterproductive as singles may fall victim to avalanching, meaning you feel overwhelmed now and buried under masses of new messages and interactions on the dating apps. I'm overwhelmed. Can I go I'm overwhelmed. I Boo freaking who? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to put this out there. The go people, to a bar. Yeah, the, yeah, go to a bar in the 90s and feel that rejection heat. I'm probably going to catch heat for this, but um, do it. I'll put this out there. <clears throat> Maybe the people <coughs> that are finding themselves single for all the wrong reasons are the same that are so dramatic about these particular, um, like, like feeling like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> maybe you're not finding the right match because of the way in which you're searching. Because you're preoccupied with the wrong you're, things. Yeah, yeah like, like, what? So a silly holiday is coming up that you can't, you can't just be happy that somebody <clears throat> else is enjoying. Right. Um, and I understand. Your priority's in the wrong spot. I was, I'm the wrong guy to say that. But, uh, so you can't enjoy it for somebody else or just let somebody else enjoy it. You're so preoccupied with the fact that you don't have somebody that now you're going to change things about yourself right. in order to find somebody. Perhaps these are all symptoms of the underlying issue, issue. and why you're finding yourself so un unhappy. Perhaps maybe focus on being happy single, and that will in itself attract yeah. the mate you are supposed well, the, to find. The, I'm over. Uh, look at all these messages. I can't. <laughs> I just... I can't, I can't even deal. <laughs> I'll date this bald guy, I guess. I can't. Just Meanwhile, so Moon's still dancing with a pencil from fourth grade. Oh, yeah. Fifth yeah. grade, fifth grade. <laughs> Shannon, and Michelle Cormier you, with no tear ducts ain't calling me back. Poor thing. And yeah. also, by the way, this could also lead to other depressing issues. Uh, the additional risk of feeling disappointed if those extra efforts of swipe, 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 swipe. Um, if those things don't come into fruition, yeah. now you're depressed because even though you did all that stuff, you're you still desperate. can't find anybody. Right. Now your negative self-talk comes in. Now you're in like a negative, like a negative, you know, rumination. Loop. Yep. Mm -hmm. Negative self-talk is out, guys, for 2024. Yeah, let's be positive. It's so not hot right now. It's so not hot. Let's be positive. <laughs> all right, let's talk about accents. Let's talk about the sexiest accents oh, hi. the USA has to offer. <laughs> yeah, let's talk hi about how. Now, there was a, I don't know if you saw this whole list, Learn. I did. All 50? You did? No, oh, no, I'm sorry. I There's just 50. Oh, for each state? For each state or each city is in? Um, what happened? No, there are 50 different accents, 50 different unique accents mm -hmm. that America has to offer. Okay. Like, you know, like New York's got a couple. Like, there's the New York accent. There's the Long Island accent. There's Jersey. Well, that's not New York. Oh. That's Jersey. That's its own thing. <laughs> that's not like a kid. Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> well, that's how I say it. That's its own thing. I mean, there's everything from, like, the Colorado accent to, uh, you know, Minnesotan. Minnesota. What's the Colorado accent? Just Colorado accent. Stoner. Um, they don't have a distinctive sound, but there's definitely an accent, uh, despite what people say. It, it's recently been influenced by the Californian vowel shift. Yeah. Vowel. Yet holds on to dropping the T's, so mountains become mountains. Mountains. So, like, they would drop the T, so instead of mountains, it'd be like, mountains. You want to go climb mountains. those mountains? Mountains. Mountains. Hmm. It's just hot people. Like, it's... it's, it's what are you doing here? <laughs> like, it's subtle. Like, it's subtle, but it's there. So, that's like a Colorado accent. It's, you drop the T's. In certain words. Okay. But um, top 10. Go. Yeah, Top let's 10 hear this. sexiest accents. Can anybody 
guess. Can okay, anybody give, give me some guesses? Chicago. Now, these are only Chicago's United States fifth. accents. Chicago's the fifth sexiest accent what? Really? in America. Chicago. Uh, you want to come see the rat hole? That, that taints the list. Chicago, some, the greatest city on the planet. Some hate it, but it turns out a lot love it. Words like butt and cut sound lo- more like bought and caught. That's right. Hump. And you're not, you know, looking at a looking at a picture. You're you're looking at a picture. At a you know what the Chicago you know what the Chicago accent uh, sounds like to me? It sounds like Canadians trying their best to do a New York accent. Hmm. Accent that kind of checks out a little yeah, bit. Like, like if you're from BC, like you're from way west Canada, and and somebody says, "Yo, do your best New York," it's gonna sound it's Chicago. Hmm. Chicago. I'll say New York is number three. All right. Is Chief of Police Peterson there? <laughs> what about like Alabama? Yeah, Roll Southern. Tide. This is Alabama. Uh, I don't know. No, not didn't make the top ten. Is there a seven? Appala- Probably on here though. Appalachian or Appalachian. Appalachian is number forty. Oh wow. Uh, Alabama number seventeen. Okay. <laughs> so St. Louis is a uh, we mumble. We keep our mouth closed a lot. But I think John Hamm has helped us put a. I, oh, I think St. Louis did well because I think the Midwest is almost void of. We have a little bit in St. Louis, but I think the Midwest in general is kind of void of accent. Mm-hmm. St. Louis is the ninth sexiest accent. Farty far. Heck yeah. The ninth sexiest accent in America. And they say St. Louis, Missouri has some unique features of its own that make it different than the rest of the Midlands. Like? Native speakers swap the AR sound for the OR, as in Farty. Farty. For 40, and Karen for corn. Karen. Mm. <laughs> Missouri. So get ready to make the joke. I fatty fire a lot. Okay. uh, okay. Fatty fire. It's got to be John Hamm. I fatty fire. He put us on the map. Uh, Let's. Did we do Minnesota yet? Minnesota is number forty-eight. Jersey's forty-nine. Long Island is number fifty. Oh, Okie. What is that? The Oklahoma. 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 That's an interesting one. Yeah, I love that one. Oklahoma is number 24. All right. Uh, Oklahoma you, you, accent. you haven't said Boston. Uh, just, no. Boston's number two. Oh, you. Second sexiest accent you're, you're in America. And this was a huge but poll done by enjoytravel.com. Uh, by boston.com. Enjoy travel from <laughs> Chicago to Boston. One of the most imitated and parodied accents. Boston almost comes out on top of the country's sexiest accents. And yes, Mac Wahlberg. Hell yeah. Locals really do say Packy Cat and the Havid Yad. I like him in uh, what's the movie? Um, Ted. The uh, what's the one where he's the bad cop with uh, uh, Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell? No. The other guys? No, no, no. The series movie with Leonardo DiCaprio's Depo- Departed. I love Mark Wahlberg's where he's all he's he just really bad is. and he's Boston and dude he's got his gun and he's he's you know working for the wrong guy. Like I love that man. He I'm into good. that. Missing he's number good. one. What is the what is the sexiest accent? Well, based off that be we're missing two, one, I feel like four, six, seven, it eight, can be ten. Cajun. San, Di- San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Cajun is uh, <laughs> I mean if Boston's two, Cajun. Oh, Cajun's fifteenth. Okay, see this oh, is starting this is, we're starting to lose some credibility. Um, <laughs> San Diego. San Diego. Hey there, boy. Yep. Uh, um, San Diego has some pretty Ooh, interesting ones. Nolens accent. Nolens has a sexy San Diego accent. Not yeah, make it it. Sunny's in Beach. Oh, it's a lot of French. Mm. Sunny's in Beach kind of has its own. Seattle? Uh, oh, Seattle's a good Seattle choice. Seattle didn't have one. Um, I'm going to say New England, like Maine. Portland. Clam chowder. Maine, four. 
Really? New Orleans isn't on Hainer. That's yeah, lip uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans number twenty five. Okay. <laughs> That's too low, but... Mm, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of French, a lot of that French... Uh... So, Mainer... That main accent's actually um, pretty noticeable now, actually hanging hang with Liv. And you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like a New England accent where people care what they sound like. Hmm. So, they yeah, say so, for okay. Maine, you know the I mean? accent is... I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's almost they, like an aristocratic Boston. Yeah, it's like they have that New Englander accent, but they're very aware of it, and they don't what want be, you to so you'd be, be like, offended. So, and so, they said for Maine, you'll drop your R's, you'll go to... You'll go to yoga class instead of yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> and add in wicked to make every adjective a little bit extra powerful. So it's kind of <laughs> like a Boston thing. Where would you attribute the highborn southern accent to? Would that be Tennessee where it's like, you know, various, very debonair? Oh, I feel it's a bit more. I feel like that's a I bit more Georgia. Foghorn leghorn, if you will. <laughs> Georgia and old that, generations. That is on here. <laughs> I, I can't imagine a world where it's not included on this list. See, I feel like that's just outside of Atlanta. Like on like, Atlanta's number thirty-one. Main justice. Vera Dapper. In South Carolina, so certain parts of South Carolina. Ma'am, I must insist that I step into your parlor. Oh, do you declare? <laughs> I do declare. What would that be? <laughs> what would that be? Is that a regional or is that like That's a class? Southern. You yeah. wait here in the foyer. Oh. <laughs> I invite you to fan yourself in my parlor. Because there's I like take, Charleston. I must take respite. I will respite. not go hungry ever again. South Carolina or that's Virginia, uh, West Virginia? It sounds Virginian. That's probably right. I would say Virginian. That sounds very... Charleston, Kentucky. What? No. Uh, what about our Kansas is pretty interesting. Virginia, Virginia. <laughs> you just Piedmont. hear banjos behind anybody speaking in Kentucky. Have <laughs> <laughs> we said Arkansas yet? Because they kind of have that. Someone uh, once said that you can't tell if they're laughing or crying. The way they talk. <laughs> uh, Mississippi was number six. Mississippi Queen. That's your classic deep South accent. Deep South Mississippi. The only thing I've ever heard anybody say really from the Mississippi accent is sorry about our highways. Because oh. God, they're the worst highways in the country. California is number ten. California is. California. The Cali- Whoa, bro. Dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> California. I at least love that sketch. California. California. How can there just be one accent in California? Californian. I mean, so but there's like place. San Francisco. It's uh, so different. It's 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 bigger than most countries yeah, the, on the planet. They say the 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 typical Californian accent sounds similar to general American, meaning to American ears, it isn't an accent at all. Hawaiian? But they say we're here to tell you. Vowels are super long, so you have dude really does become dude. dude. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> the Philly accent is number eight. Philly. The Hawaiian accent is number seven. Yeah, was, like, that's like probably a cool one. <laughs> Somebody goes trash this list. And the number one <laughs> sexiest accent in America is the Texan. Oh, Texas Te- is enormous. It's just because Who of can resist a slow <laughs> Texan drawl. <laughs> All right. That's so funny, man. Howdy. 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 Rooster. So they say the typical Relay. Texan accent is a southern accent with a twist. Yeah. With strong R's and plenty of howdies. Bring it. Yep. Matt, and you know what? Rafe's doing McConaughey, and he's probably the reason that is top That's sexy. what I think, too. Because it is so good when he talks, as we know on this show. When he calls them, uh, there's the Ozark. The, oh, there's creepy. Ozark. Like that's close to here. The Ozark. What's that? Yeah. That's my. St- that's that's what, my father-in-law. That's, that's Ruth. On, it's just when uh, someone Ozark. asks you for meth at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Like calm becomes calm. Calm, Missouri. 
it's a southern and share accent. becomes sheer. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's the southern accent where you're moving your lips a lot more. It's yeah. like it's like you're actually speaking with your lips. So also, anybody not from the Ozarks would be a foreigner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it almost feels like you're you have to twitch your lip here and there when you're doing fo- foreigner. Like no, so instead of a foreigner, be a foreigner. <laughs> yeah. you know, do you understand what I'm talking yeah, about? With the, it's like you start using muscles on your lips right. you didn't realize were there. Oh. Yeah, do you see Winter's Bone? Because that is a good example of the Ozark Winter's accent. Bone. Yeah. Midwestern is 16th. The, the 12 states that make up um, the Midwest have some of their own unique accents. But generally speaking, the Midwestern accent in, say, Iowa, Nebraska is subtle and sweet. The words Mary, Mary, and Mary all rhyme with each other. Hmm. Dude, it's amazing. You go down to Springfield and you, like, hear that Springfield accent. Or, you know, like like cattle. Like, we have a cattle farmer family down in Springfield. And they have, like, a real southern accent. But you go... Just a few miles into the Ozark, and you basically take that, and it's almost like they're thinning their lips, like they're intentionally thinning yeah. their lips when they're talking. And it's the same it's the same Springfield accent, but with thin lips. Yeah. You know what I thought was also weird was number 12 was Chicano. <laughs> thin lips out Chicano. <laughs> Chicano. And you know what that would be? No. They'd be like Cheech Marin in East L.A. Right on. Nice. Mexican-Americans. I love that song. But is that... Hey. I guess that's a U.S. accent. Oh, my goodness. The dialect from many Mexican-Americans from Texas to California, Chicano is so much more than just a Spanish accent. Most common in East L.A., Chicano English uses Spanish words mixed in yeah. into English sentences. Totally. It sounds sexy to people. Yeah, that's I'm why I'm it. really surprised the French, the, the more high-born New Orleans French. Aren't higher Monsieur. up. <laughs> oh, yeah, like horn. Well, no, they use, they mix French words, and I mean, it's sexy. It's a sexual language. It it's, is. It's hot, like <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> What's up, Sa? <laughs> Como you doing? Como you doing? Muy bien. We'll take a break. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show: Traffic and Weather. We're gonna come back with the sex toy of the week. That's something uh, special for you. That's up your email. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, before we get to the uh, sex toy of the week, uh, huge swaths of the U.S. have been dealing with with uh, very heavy snowfall. But there's also something else falling from the sky in Oklahoma. Oh, no. Yep. Someone near Oklahoma City has been using a drone to drop and attach sex toys to streetlights and other hard-to-reach spots. I'm standing And there and are I'm pictures... <laughs> Outstanding work. There are pictures. And, <laughs> Just dongs and everywhere? Dongs everywhere. Wow. I love it. Anarchy. So, so the first the first sighting was last Wednesday when somebody called the cops about a dong stuck to the top of a traffic light. I would rather see that than the sneakers, because doesn't the sneakers hanging from a light post mean murder? Other mm, than a gang thing. Oh, I always heard that. I think yeah, I think that's signs or somebody just got their shoes jacked and then they whoosh, put them up there. Or I mean, we we've, we've been watching Better Call Saul, which yeah. by the way, we we stuck it out because my wife was like, ah, this is not. I'm not thinking about this throughout the day. I don't think we we're into this one. By season three, you're like, damn, All this in. show is so good, so good. But they were hiding drugs in it. Mm. Oh, and the sneakers. Mm-hmm. Well, so, somebody else. Uh, well, the, the, the person who's doing this. Dong drop. Yeah. Also put one on a water tower, uh, stuck another to the side of a Walmart. I am here for this. And it sounds like it's mainly mainly happening in a nice Scott, uh, in a suburb of Oklahoma City called Moore, and police are not amused. Oh, here it is. Okay. 
I was give me more dong give drops. Me more. Um, <laughs> won't find it. That's I was searching for that. So they put out a statement saying the Moore Police Department does not condone the actions of this individual, finds the prank inappropriate. Mm. Uh, they're trying to figure out who's doing it and whether uh, to arrest them or just issue a fine. Okay, arrest just, them. Uh, just also, that's key expensive. to the city. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you've been. Sex toys are expensive sometimes. Not only are they expensive. Okay, don't don't fine. No fine. No jail time. Just, just okay. a warning. Stop yeah, st- being a prankster. Okay, stop. Right. We're done. We get hmm. it. Maybe it's a jealous husband. Well, it's funny to watch these like maintenance workers go up into these like cherry pickers. Uh huh. And have to get a penis <laughs> out of the. Think about the strategic placement. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's great, man. <laughs> Look at that one. I love that they're blurring them out. <laughs> they're blurring them out, but In I mean, they're, the they're, they're huge dongs. That is incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. All right, the pl- we get it. Uh, oh, look at that one on top of the water tower. <laughs> hey, Bill, there's something on top of the tower. Yeah, what, is go up what is that? What is that? Can you zoom in? That and is that is so guy's, good. guy's got to go up there. And, and <laughs> trying to put ding dongs in our water supply. Ah, <laughs> oh, love it. That's great. That is fantastic. Come the guy, the, the the maintenance worker, or like the you know the the, the city worker and the cherry picker's got to go up there and try to like pry it out. It's really <laughs> yeah. Tug harder. Here's a, here's Tug a, harder, Bill. Here's one of the headlines: Drone delivery prankster drops sex toys around more Oklahoma. Arousal ensues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, speaking of sex toys, open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show sex toy review. All right, Rafe, freshly back from the Bahamas. What do we got this week? Uh, Brian Bahama got something right up your alley. Speaking of winter's bone mm. <laughs> and the Arctic blast, I wanted to put something in line with what we're experiencing yes. today, and I chose Icicles Number no. Six Hand Blown Glass Massager, thirty nine ninety five, three point four stars on Amazon.com. Three point four stars. That's low for you. It is low, but I, I got. I think I got to the bottom of one review that might be dragging it down. We'll get to that. Oh. But first, let's talk about what icicles is. Cool down that hot spot with the frozen, frosty fun of the icicle six glass massager. Elegant upscale and handcrafted with exceptional attention to detail, this luxurious line of glass massagers will leave you <sighs> breathless. Each hand-blown icicle glass wand is sleek, unique, and made to play hard. If you're looking for a quality, well-priced glass dildo that has texture and even more texture, (laughs) this one's for you. The nubs and swirls will provide all sorts of extra sensations and fun. The bold end is designed for spot stimulation. The extra-wide bottom makes handling easy. The hypoallergenic glass is non-porous and body-safe, and when cared for properly, is designed to last a lifetime. Wow, good investment. Run the wand under warm water or place it in the microwave to heat things up. But we recommend you chill it under cold water or in the freezer for a cool sensation. Once you've experienced glass, (laughs) there is no going back. Man. Wow. Rhyming. Right? That's cool. Nubs on here. All right. The nubs are (laughs) are serious. These nubs are like if you had these nubs on your actual Bye. wiener, you would go to the doctor. Yeah, you're past, to you're past trouble. Yeah, you're past trouble. You've let things go. Uh oh. Yeah, that would be bad. Let's get to some reviews of the Icicle Six. And yes, there are all the way up to 19 versions of the Icicle. Whoa. 
Just so you guys were wondering and why it's number six. <laughs> they didn't stop until they got it right. Reviews. Just entitled, Wow! This thing is truly amazing. My first. I've never been so excited to receive a package. I was a little worried at first that the product description had this particular one at six inches long and the $46 one at nine inches. Well, let me tell you, I paid $26 and got nine inches of pure bliss. I've never had this much fun alone. I tried it first at room temperature, then ran it under hot water. Wowzers. And then <laughs> stuck it in the freezers. Oh, yes. <laughs> then I introduced the little fella to my boyfriend. Hello. <laughs> it's a real long solid girthy kind of incredible the little nubs are so perfect for the stimulation and the rings around the bottom could not be more perfectly placed for the in and out make you want to scream kind of recreational use i've never made such a mess <laughs> i mean puddles people puddles oh, Jesus. oh my goodness it was the most wonderful disgusting thing i've ever seen I could not have been more pleased with this product. The only thing I was initially concerned about was the bottom. It's circular flat base so that it can stand. Makes it a little strange to hold at first, but then I found that solo mission, it's actually sort of easier. And when you're done and too ravished to put it away properly, and you will be, I promise, you could just stand it up on the nightstand. And it doesn't have to touch anything. Ew. See you tomorrow, my little friend. Smiley face emoji. Five stars, Betsy Boo. Oh, that is a good oh. review, dude. Mm -hmm. That is a thorough review. Now... This is the culprit, I think, on the low reviews. Okay. Bait and switch product. Product was sold as pink and clear. The one I got was not pink. Was buying for the color scheme. Oh. <laughs> Waste of money and time. And I, one star EDM. And I'm like, huh. Hmm. That was your takeaway of the Icicle 6. You're mad about the color scheme. Not just mad. One star, One star man. Okay. Dude, that's a lot. That's someone who really cares about what color their dildos are. <laughs> but this guy brought it back up. We'll end on this one, and it's a good one. Absolute best, 10 stars. This was the first and best glass dildo I gave my GF. She loves it. It's big and thick and heavy with lots of bumps and rings around the shaft. The size is very important, but it must be emphasized that the weight adds so much to the feel of this toy. Temperature play is made easy by immersing in warm water or freezing. My girlfriend likes it cold, but I hated it. Cold, wet, slick kitty is not very appetizing. Oh. <laughs> All right. The shaft is long, straight, hard, and rigid. Glass. But for our purposes, it was awesome. One of the two best toys for, that number, for 69 yes, For that number. Mm -hmm. For numbering. <laughs> Icicles. My GF has quite a collection of glass dildos, and without a doubt, the Icicles brand is the best for quality, feel, and look. Five stars, Al. Oh, thank you, Way Al. Way to go, Al. Okay. Al. A collector. For every yeah. EDM, there's an Al. A collector, yes. <laughs> that's right. For every person that's mad about the color scheme, there's an Al that sees yep. the beauty in all. Of what it is. All right, thank you, uh, Al, and thank you, Rafe. No the problem. Icicle, the sex toy of the week. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come back. We'll give away some stuff. We're going to play three and five as we do every Monday. So uh, Moon's going to run the game here. He's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two other categories, right? You win your choice of prizes. No ums or us. Start your answer. Three and five is next. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio y usted escucha El Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. You know, if I do 
recall last week when we played three and five, people were horrendous. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't the best one. Oh, I mean, I think, I think it was the worst. It was a valiant effort. I think it was the worst ever. I think we had one winner. Yeah. Oh, well, let's, uh, let's turn that around today. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, today's contest is sponsored by... The contest is brought to you by... Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right. So Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. So out of three categories, right? You win. No ums or ahs to start your answer. And we have Point Fest tickets. We have Third Eye Blind tickets. And we have Can You Feel the Punk Tonight tickets. Uh, judges. Judges. Yeah. Judges. Hey. If you could get the Googie machines prepared, yes. you may need to search... Just I'm already to, on Google. You need to be I'm, on it. Just I'm on it right now. Sure. You gotta be on sure. it. I am Google. I'm AI. Hi. Get those <laughs> Googlies ready. <laughs> I'm AI. Hi. Okay. <laughs> let's go to the phones and uh, let's go to Dylan. Uh, good morning, Dylan. Good morning, everybody. All right, Dylan. Hello. Here we go. Let's play three and five. Let's uh, start off with a winner. Here Dylan, name three movies from the 1970s. Oh, I got nothing. Damn it, Dylan. It. All right, so far, off to a terrible start. Okay, Taxi Dylan, Driver. On. There are a lot of movies in the 70s, oh. yes. What was the first I'm on You Google. know what the first one that came to my mind? What? Jaws. French Connection. Oh. Star Wars. Star Wars. All right, Dylan, come on. Okay, name three St. Louis places designed for children. The no. Science Center, City Museum, Grant's Farm. I, I mean, think he, he said, said the. I, he said the. I think he oh, said the. Okay. All right. Whatever. He said the. Way to power through the premature. <laughs> the heckling from the, the judge. The learnization <laughs> that was happening. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All right. the, yeah, the premature X from the judge. Okay. Good job, Dylan. Comes out of this. Here we go. Name three things you put on a burger. Cheese, lettuce, tomato. Very good, Dylan. Right. Right. Give me. Give me. I'm trying, man. Oh, I know you're trying. I thought you were going to do the number two there. Yeah, right. Well, come on. I could have. You could have. All right. But I'm feeling generous. Winner. Melissa, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Melissa. Let's get another winner here. Here we go. Name three professional tennis players. Serena Williams, Venus Williams, uh, Federer. Oh, Oh, that's it. That's it. Got it. That's right. Got it. Good job, Melissa. Next. Name three types of insect. Ants, beetles, bees? Yep. Ants, beetles, bees. Congratulations. beetles, bees. Terrible phone connection. Was her phone in her pocket? I think she had her window open for some ungodly reason. What the heck was that? Hmm. (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) Hey, morning. Good morning, Kevin. Let's play. Name. Three, St. Louis area churches. St. John, St. Stephen, St. Philip. Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna okay. Google's to the uh, Google's. Here we go. I don't know any St. Stephen's. Now, now other Kevin, than the one in Vienna. Saint were you just Stevens. throwing names out there? Church. Yes. St. Okay. John, St. <laughs> Alabaster, St. Uh, Stephen's. Saints, I'm going to screw this up, my agnostic ass. St. Stephen Protamamartar. Okay, count it. Where's that? That is um, that is in What's the, the city of St. Louis. Okay, okay. got it. And what's it's on Dover. St. Philip. St. Philip. St. Philip. No, I think I got on that one. 
St. Philip's Lutheran Church, St. Louis, Missouri. Wow. St. John's. Did you say St. John's first? St. John's uh, yeah. Wort. Yeah. St. John's we'll count it. Church. Of course. There's got to be 4,000 Hey, I'm just checking it out. <laughs> of course. What if there's not? What if that's the one? Hey, it's a quality, quality affordable men's sweater brand. We'll count it. Everybody gets, yeah, all the saints are represented. Thank you. Congratulations, yeah. Kevin. That was a good one. Next. Name three bird mascots in the NFL. Cardinals, Falcons, Eagles. Yeah. Wow. Way to go. That's done. People Kevin just uh, just killed it. He did. I whooped it. Because there's only I whooped it. five, I think. Falcons. Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks, Ravens. Ravens. Seahawks. We said the Seahawks. We said the Seahawks. And the Dolphins. Oilers. He said, what did he say? <laughs> he said Eagles. Eagles. He said Cardinals. Seahawks. Falcons and Cardinals. Cardinals. Ravens. Ravens. Falcons. Blue Jays. Wow. Oh, now you said MLB, throwing... too? No. no, no, no. Just... He's just throwing things out. <laughs> just playing. Just trying to confuse. Uh, Justin, hello. Well done. Hi. Hey. Hi. All right, Justin, here we go. Name three songs about love. Love scenes. Love the way you lie. Yeah. Love yourself. Nah. Man. Ran out of time. Hmm. Next. Name three cities in Canada. British Columbia, Quebec. Nope. We are not good at geography. We are in geography, really, we're not good region. at. BC is a province, yeah. And he went, uh, BC. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Okay. Tough. Bummer. <laughs> uh, Jake? Hey, how's it going? Hey. hey! Let's play. Name three things you might see in the military. A gun, trucks, and tanks. Yep. Guns, Guns, trucks, tanks. Trucks, tanks. Man, he got, Holy a, Trinity. Man, he got away with one there, but I'm going to give it to him. He said, uh, guns. I thought he was going to say, uh, gun. What? Uh, I guns. That was the kind uh, of guns. And a uh, gun. I'm giving it to you. All right, give uh, it guns. to him. All right, next. Name three characters from the show Cheers. Lucy, Steve, Scott. Nope. That's <laughs> Lucy. No, for me, Bob. Making your way in the world Lucy, today with Lucy, Ethel, Steve, and Scott. Ricky. <laughs> I think you've misheard no, the song lyrics, dude. <laughs> Where everybody doesn't know your name. Uh, yeah. I'm not a cheerleader. Jake man. knows nobody's name. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, last one. <laughs> name three brands associated with tennis Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. Under Armour Tennis. Let's take a look. Under Armour. It's bound to be something Under Armour, right? Well, I didn't or say. I didn't there are say, tennis shoes of Under Armour descent. Okay. Under Armour. Should we just give it to you? Them? were thinking like pen head. Pretty cheap there, Conehead. Yeah, Pinnacle. Uh, uh, pen, P-E-N-N. But listen, man, I don't know anything about tennis. Tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. To be honest, if I mean Under Armour's there, then you guys are the judges. I'm just the host. I got to give it to them. Okay, uh, one final contestant here. Let's go to uh, Tim in Maryland Heights. Tim, good morning. Happy birthday, Rafe. Oh, hey, thank you. All right, happy birthday, Rafe. Let's go. Name three movies directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh, Jurassic Park, no. Jurassic Park, <laughs> Independence Day. Oh, my God. You can't like, he didn't oh direct my God. Independence Day. No, he didn't. It's Jerry Bruckheimer. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 nah. To the Google. Uh, no, um, no, no, no. Okay, no. No, Roman Emmerlich. Look that up. Boom. That's who directed Independence Day? Yeah. 
Look, look, it, up. look word, it up. Man. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Okay. Next. Yeah, I was guessing. Yeah. Name three no things. Three things you see in a library. Books, people, tables. Yes, you do. Mm. Yes, Love you a table do. in a library. Mm. <laughs> yup. It's hot. Final one, Tim. Here we go. Name three famous people named Sarah. Sarah Michelle Geller, Sarah Gilmore, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Gilmore. Sarah Gilmore. Who's Sarah Gilbert? Who's Sarah Gilmore? Who's Sarah Gilmore? Explain. Who's Sarah Gilmore, Tim? Yep. Who is she, Tim? She's she's in that movie. No. She's in a movie. <laughs> Tim, you should have said Gilbert because... Wait, hang on. Hang, hold up. Sarah Gilmore has been in Night Sky. Gilbert. Dumb Money. Boom. Boom. If, if, if he can't name the confidence it, alone I'm just makes kidding. me want to say oh, yes. I'm sorry. No, no, no. She is a camera and electrical department worker. She uh, boom. No. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> boom. No. I mean, I thought he had it. So yeah, he, he Sarah went, Gilmore from he, Dumb Money. Yeah. Okay. He went with the longest one behind the camera. Sarah Michelle Geller. No. No. Hey, I think we did all right today, guys. We did. We did okay. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Two out of three, though. That's a pretty tough one. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, lots going on in sports. Oh, did you did you pay attention this weekend, Learn? I did. I had a lot of questions for Tim yesterday. I was like, my questions included, why why are some teams on the AFC and some are on the NFC, um, and then. I had other questions. I was driving him nuts yesterday. He was like, please leave the living room. <laughs> <laughs> please leave me alone. What uh, are the yellow, yellow handkerchiefs? 921. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they keep throwing them so much? Monday. Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, there was a story last week we didn't get to. It was a local story out of Franklin County Union. To be specific, uh, and I wonder if they ever caught these kids. Uh, Union police are trying to determine, uh, determine the identity of two young men who've been driving around uh, firing an airsoft gun at people. Oh, God. We know how that feels. Yeah. At least five separate incidents have been reported. Uh, I guess uh, one woman says she was standing outside with her dad Wednesday morning when they were shot at. Were they getting hit in the same spot twice? Because I think I know a guy. Was that. it Moon? <laughs> What? <laughs> how, how dare you? I know. Sorry. Uh, shooters win a red Ford Ranger. <laughs> Others have reported being shot at by an airsoft gun pointed from the window of a pickup matching description. Uh, spokesman for the police department said officers are following leads that might help identify those involved. Uh, some might think the shootings are a dumb prank, but, uh, you know, there's worry that somebody with a real gun might fire back in self-defense. Sure. Oh. And lead to a very bad, a very bad ending for a yep. couple of pranksters. Yeah, I don't know. If somebody knows, let me know if they uh, caught the kids. You're assuming they're kids. Sounds oh. like a kids thing. Right. That's out in Union. All right, here's sports. <clears throat> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. You know, I, you know how you know that it's not me? How? No. I'm not going to Union. You ever been to Union? It's too far. Yeah. You ever been? Um, you ever spent any time in Union? I have. It's, it's lovely. Fun. But if I if I don't have a reason to be there, I'm not going. I'm the, listen, if I'm doing something silly like that, I'll do it in my own neighborhood. They have a mm, Walmart. That's what you want us to think. Sounds like you've been getting yeah. yourself got out. Union. Divert. <laughs> yeah. What? Hey, Union. Hello. Hi. Hey, uh, they Union. Got a Walmart out there. It wasn't us. College, right? Well, yeah. East Central. Yeah, East Central College. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, I know. Lovely little town. I love it. 
Uh, Jess brother is, uh, you know, higher up there in the police department. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Sports Moon. Sports brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. The Lions beat the Rams in Detroit last night, and the win was a long time coming. Here is the uh, final call from uh, Mike Tirico. All right, here's uh, Detroit Lions winning. Detroit. All right. This will be one of the most memorable nights in Detroit football for that 89-year-old and the 62,000 others here. One more knee and business is done. And Detroit, for the first time in 32 years, your Lions have won a playoff game. Well, and you could say goodbye to the Rams. Yeah. Bye. Uh, by one point, by the way. It was Lions 24, Rams 23. Was a good game. Such a good game to watch, man. Yeah, um, tomorrow, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Uh, tomorrow, the USL. No, sorry, the UFL. United Football League. Our Battle Hawks. Head coach Anthony Becht will be in studio. No way. Tomorrow, yes. Oh. Tomorrow, Anthony Becht, head coach of the St. Louis Battle Hawks, Kakaw, in studio. Right on. Uh, the Green Bay Packers handled the Dallas Cowboys yet another, uh, they handed them another devastating playoff <laughs> loss. And every article that I see on all these things are, it's time for Belichick to save the Cowboys. Well, I mean, they were the, thir- the third seed in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Devastating loss, and they got their asses kicked too. They got it was bad. Like forty eight to seven, loved wasn't it? it? Something like that. I yes. can't get enough. Jerry Jones, I detest him. He's <laughs> part of the reason the Rams aren't in St. Louis. Because when they voted, when they originally voted to move the Rams, they voted no. And Jones asked to have a meeting, a private meeting with the owners. They did a revote, and then he flipped the room, and everybody voted to move the Rams. So anytime he gets his comeuppance like that. I can't get it. I can't be happier about it. Mm. They were pretend. All the pretenders lost. I think Miami and Cowboys were pretenders, and they're out. And I love it. Speaking of McCarthy happy, will be, McCarthy, head coach, will be out probably within the uh, the next couple of days. Speaking of happy or unhappy, so. uh, NBC made streaming history last night or on Saturday. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs' 26 to 7 win over the Miami Dolphins in their wild card matchup at Arrowhead was the most streamed live event in U.S. history. Wow. NBC wow. said the game which was streamed exclusively on Peacock, drew an average of 23 million viewers Saturday night. It reached about 27.6 million viewers in total and peaked at more than 24.6 in the second quarter. Saturday was also Peacock's largest day in the service's history. It set a record for 16.3 million concurrent devices streaming. Now, which a lot of people don't know, especially us over in St. Louis that are bitching and bitching and bitching that don't have Peacock and all that, is folks in Miami and KC did have it on their local NBC station as well. Irrelevant. I think that's relevant to know. I think that's relevant to know. It is, but man, I mean, how do you guys feel? I feel like you're pricing out your your middle class audience. Like, there's so many. We got games. Like NFL is already making so much money in advertising, and now they're pimping out streamers. Like you got to have Prime to watch the Thursday night game. Right. You got to have NFL Network to and watch. This is what makes you upset at the NFL pimping out everything. Yeah, I'm I mean, just saying. Like, where does this, it? I, at least make it. If you're, I understand you're going to make your money on advertisers and deals and promotions. Yeah. And sh- but like, I will say they'll switch this up because if it's like the MLB where they made it, it impossible, TV, man. if like they made it impossible to watch games in MLB and people like me who would watch all the time, I've quit watching. Yeah. But I didn't even know is, what happened really last year. This with the Cardinals. is the NFL. Pay attention. This is like you said. This is the pattern. This is the NFL's pattern. So I mean, this is no surprise. This is the way it's and, going. And it was a yeah. huge success. So imagine like the numbers. People were saying, oh, more people were tuned into the Lions game. 
well, maybe on the, the you know TV and things. Sure. But when you add who was watching in KC on local, who was watching in Miami on local, and then 24 or whatever it was, 26 Dude. million people elsewhere, well, that's a success. They don't care what you think. Too. I mean, it could be, a, you know, maybe they didn't get as many, but they're going to spin anything as a success. I know too, what you're right? saying, but it is the numbers. Uh, it's like we're numbers sitting the, And I'm airport. not defending the NFL. You guys know And they I've were pimping out during the, the game before the Cleveland game, which was on. Same. Which was on NBC, but they pimped the hell out of it. Hey, watch Peacock. It's an event for well, the ages tonight. They're scared to death because local TV is slowly deteriorating, and people are going to be giving up cable and giving up all these different... Like, the TV industry is changing, and so they're getting ready. They're getting ready for whatever's coming next, which is going to be we're all going to have to be streaming just yeah. to get local television later on in life, too. So it's going to be a big old mess, and they're just setting the ground for that. That's yeah, so the yeah. problem I have is your target audience for the NFL... Same thing with like Super Bowl tickets, like how much they cost now. If you, they, you've priced out the average fan of all of these things. But they don't care. They're still making the money. I know it just sucks, man. Because like even in the airport, I was traveling Saturday and I couldn't watch the Cleveland game because there I went to every bar in the airport, all these restaurants in Charlotte, and I go, hey, can we get the game on? And they're like, we can't. Hmm. We don't. We can't put it on the channel. We don't. We don't get Peacock. Wow. And I'm just like, that sucks, man. Browns fell to the Texans 14 to 45. Uh, the NFL has officially postponed the wild card round between the, the Bills and the Steelers. Matchup was previously scheduled for Sunday. Uh, the decision came after the uh, the governor up there announced that the historic upcoming snowstorm would complicate safety protocols. And then what do you know? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff happened with um, delayed flights and these oh, groundings. Dude, it was ridiculous. And all. It was, just it a was mess. ridiculous something. Total mess. So the Bills and Steelers will be played today, 3.30 Central. Uh, at this moment, the Orchard Park remains uh, as the venue. Here's how the NFL brackets, you know, I'll just put the brackets up there up uh, on the blog. I don't need to go through that. But also look at this video. Minor league hockey fans in Hershey, Pennsylvania broke a world record last week for the most stuffed animals tossed on the ice at once. <laughs> they tossed 74,599 of them. You guys have been to minor league hockey games. Yeah, There's yeah. not that many folks there a lot of times. Did you see the video? It was <laughs> crazy. Incredible. Uh, they did it after the Hershey Bears scored their first goal of the game. All the stuffed animals were donated to charity and handed out to kids. It's pretty cool, but the video looks wild. They do it every year. This, the, what they, the teddy throw or something. Something like that, throw. yeah. But it was in 74,000. Wow. Awesome. World record, 74,599. Uh, the Blues are going to host the Flyers 7 p.m. tonight at Enterprise Center. I'm Moon, and that's your sports, because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. All right, one final break. We'll come back right The Rizzuto Show. That is it for us. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good time. Yeah. Uh, Moon. Yeah. Today's blog, what do we got? I'm not going to be the cliche dick dad. <laughs> okay. All right. That's what it, That's <laughs> what uh, on the podcast, that's what we'll be looking for. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm you're looking gonna for. I'm not going to be the cliche dick dad. Right. And I'm not. I'm not. You're definitely not. <laughs> All right, Moon, what else? Uh, yeah, so a new episode just uh, came out yesterday on the uh, Story of the Gear page. Uh, it's one of my most important guitars. It truly is. It's the one that uh, I played the most shows over the uh, the course of the career and uh, over the course of the planet. So check that out on YouTube. There's a link up on our socials and all that kind of stuff. And don't forget to And this grab... is your, by the way, if you don't know, it's your new YouTube yeah, new, series on New you YouTube know, channel. Um, I got some friends that are going to feature some of their uh, most famous gear. We're talking everything from amps to strings to pedals to guitars, all that kind of stuff. Just some gear nerding out and a lot of fun uh, tour stories and, and memories and kind of how it all connects. Uh, don't forget, to, Can You Feel the Punk Tonight tickets are on sale. The early show is going fast. A 3 p.m. show and an 8 p.m. show. Uh, so make sure you check that out. It's on the Pageants website, Point website, Ticketmaster, blah, blah, blah. Get your tickets.
Learn. Yes, see my band open up for Celebration Day for the Soundcheck Party on February 22nd. It's 10 bucks. You can go to thepageant.com. February 22nd, Lane Arrows is the band. Follow us on the socials. Thanks. Uh, Tommy Bahama. Yeah, follow me at TommyBahama.net. That's TommyBahama.net. <laughs> and if you can't find me there, uh, I am Rafe Williams on Instagram. All right. And everywhere, pineapples are upside down. That's mm-hmm. right. Rafe will be. Ow. Uh, King Scott. Yeah, make sure to follow Free the 2SG. Uh, Mark sent over more songs this weekend that he's pretty much done with. And they sound absolutely amazing. It's some of our... It's our greatest work yet. All right, well, I when are we going to hear some? I know. I know. I, well, hopefully, maybe this week. I know. Let us have maybe. Uh, us. We're not going to yeah. tell you, though. <laughs> and then also, again, uh, follow me on Venmo, the first guy to reach a million. It'll be great. It's just a dollar to follow. It's a good deal. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember, the day brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis home for blues hockey. From Edwardsville, Illinois, Sarah Riles is our team. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.